Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Hello, Ruel. Hello, world. Hello, world. Welcome to the R&R pre-show. Good to see you, Richard. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well. I just realized I was picking food out of my teeth during the uh, countdown. And I'm going to continue to do it because I'm just that relaxed. Just make yourself at home here. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I have to share with the audience. So, you know, you know we do this uh, like 10-minute countdown here. And I forget that Richard can see me. But <laughs> he, I, and so where we, well, I'll type in, in our uh, private messages, uh, you know, and he called me out on doing the LOL without actually laughing. <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> I was looking I at still... him full screen, and I made a joke, and he said, LOL, total stone face. <laughs> a totally like insincere LOL. watching me. <laughs> so, I am LOLing now. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, thank you, friends, for joining us today. Yeah, we've got a pre-show coming up uh, right now. We're in the midst of it, and then we are going to get into our continued top 100 games of all time, the definitive list. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this one because so far, so good. I feel like all the games that we've talked about have been rock solid, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's on your list today. I agree. I'm pretty happy with my list today. Some of my favorites, of course, it's just I'm going to have to keep saying that more and more as we go further. But, yep. uh, yeah, all I see is just a bunch of bit.ly links that our mutual friend has sent me so i'm ready to load up your pages but not until you say the word oh i'm very excited and yeah, hello audience um no i haven't heard any bombs yet so apparently um we have sound we have video yes. it would appear yes. uh -huh. so far so good and the friends in chat please let us know how the audio and video level or the audio levels are if the video is working um we we would appreciate it because you know you all know how live streams go <clears throat> uh things tend to get go haywire sometimes so don't tap faint don't do it. Yeah. Don't jinx us. I, I just did. Yep, it, there we it, go. It's out all right. there. It's all downhill from here. Everything is going great. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, thank you, Party on Dudes, for subscribing for four months. I don't nice. know if... I don't know if we're going to be able to live up to that. You might regret that decision in short order, but uh, <laughs> hey, 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 uh, thank you for the support. And uh, a new subscriber, uh, Fatal, Fiatal. Uh, with subscribing with Prime, very nice, getting us closer to our next R and R or RVR. Nice. But this month, folks, RVR. it's the big showdown with the Isle of Cats Explore and Draw. The twenty fourth, I believe, you and I will be yeah. going head to head. Yes, twenty fourth, I believe that is a Friday, uh, <laughs> at our usual time, the twelve noon Pacific, three p.m. Um, Eastern. Is it a Friday? I'm looking I forward it was to that Thursday. one. I, my Thursday? calendar oh my says Thursday. Maybe I'm working on a different calendar. Perhaps apparently. you're still in 2021, um, or you're looking forward yeah, to 2023. I, I'm just going to blame it on uh, daylight savings time, whatever. That's That messed me up. But you are correct, sir. It is Thursday the 24th at noon. Here's how my brain works. Halfway through your sentence, all I'm thinking of now is blame it on the rain. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, you know what? The, the, nothing fails to surprise me more. Now we've had a Millie Vanilli <laughs> reference. That's that's all we need, folks. We, we I think we're good to go. That, that, that's all we need, right? Yep, there. yep, yep. All oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Millie Vanilli. I totally awesome. bought into the Millie Vanilli hype train. I was there. Yeah. Oh, I my heart I mean, was crushed. <laughs> but I mean, what a what an industry shake a shake up, right? Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. But yeah, well, hey, yeah. You know, some, don't hate the player, so hate the game, right? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's the second time I've heard that today. Interesting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's the second time for me you've heard it, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's um, see here. Oh, Boogie Hauser. Um, that's an interesting question. Any Twitch people know why they keep showing me the same ad over and over and over and not the actual channel? I've seen it five times now. I'm sorry, Boogie. I have no control over that. Welcome, first-time chatter. Uh, the best I could suggest is, did you know, with your Amazon Prime subscription, you could subscribe for a month. It costs you absolutely nothing, and you'll have, enjoy the show ad-free. And you'll get all the perks, the uh, secret exclusive videos and the merch discounts and the stream avatars, etc., etc. Um, of course, chances uh, are... That- logistically that was smooth yeah statistically smooth. you're probably not an amazon prime subscriber and i am not gonna do a uh a, you know a, an ode to all the great uh other benefits you get uh, um we were an amazon prime subscriber when it didn't do us any good when we lived in malta it was mostly just because there's a lot of good tv on amazon prime tv i have to i have to admit oh nice and now that we live Wait, in America, when you're in malta oh, do you get free shipping as well when yeah yeah that's malta, the, that's get... i think the main reason people do um okay. because yeah you get free shipping through amazon and you get, uh, I, I, don't you get Amazon Music as well? We're still longtime Pandora fans. Uh, we, we, we got on the yeah. Pandora train and never got off. Yeah, um, you do get music. And then I think, do you get Audible as well? The uh, audiobook uh, benefits? Oh my I'm God, are we sure now shilling directly for Amazon? <laughs> Just I, so that we can get well that 250 <laughs> out of uh, Bo- Boogie Hauser. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm here for it. Um, oh my gosh, look oh at that. Brenner42 spreads all of the love all over the place. What was nice. that? How many is that? One, Brenner. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, gift ten sub. gifted subs. Oh my goodness. Wow. Thank you, Brenner. Thank you, Brenner. That is so kind of you. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, while we're doing the audio check, um, Eclectic Camel did say that. Oh, and it's, see, see, it's not working What's now. That? I was going to say, uh, I was trying to put the, the comment on screen, but it's not working on my end. Uh-oh. It says it. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, really? he says, I can still hear Ruel, unfortunately. Nice one. Nice <laughs> one, eclectic camel. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I, I In feature chat, so behind the scenes stuff, folks, um, you know, I have a thing that where I can pop up chat on, on our screen, but it's, for some reason, it's oh, just you know not what? showing up. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. Can I do anything? I know what's going on there. Um, that is my fault. That is not feature chat's fault. Oh, I believe... Okay. Uh, yesterday, folks, I spent an hour and a half making an incredibly long instructional video for Ruel explaining everything that goes on behind the scenes, technically, yeah. with the running of this show, because I'm old and tired and I just can't keep up with it anymore. And Ruel's saying, oh, maybe I could uh, shoulder some of that burden. So I made an hour yes. and a half long video, and I bet you in doing that, I probably somehow disabled um, feature chat. Ooh. Let me take okay. a looky loo while you talk to the nice sure. people because it would be good to get uh, that. I'll check out what's happening here. Yeah, we just want to say thanks again, Brandon. I mean, I'm just I'm looking at the uh, what, what's going on here in chat. I just, all I see is these gift subs. So thank you, friend. That's very very kind of you, folks. Enjoy those gift subs. There it is. And oh hey, there it is. Yep, it's back. Uh, all right, it is back. Okay, let me let me verify that. Uh, yeah, um, let's confirm we can actually see. do the show because that would be a good thing let's to do. Can... Oh wait. Okay, now it's uh, acting wacky. I mean, hold on just a second. Um, Let's see. Well, while on, you're checking work, that work, out, work. 
Yes, it worked. Okay. Eclectic Cavill asks, how are we nearly done with quarter one of this year? Oh my I, gosh, you're yeah. right. I have to admit, it's I do not think in quarters. That, I'm, I'm, I'm about weeks and months and years. Quarters are a meaningless construct to me, unless I'm playing a board <laughs> game where it seems like, oh, there's only four rounds of this game. I'm going to call those seasons instead of nice. rounds, like what the rule book called it, for no good reason. Right. <laughs> Let's see. That was fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, Thank you um, okay. for, for that huge explosion. Although, ironically, uh, amongst the random people who got a uh, sub, uh, our good friend uh, Boogie Hauser did not get a sub from that huge oh, no. explosion of subs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Boogie. Uh, maybe the uh, next largesse from your fellow viewers will uh, will happen to randomly go your way, and you won't have to see that yeah. same gosh darn it. I mean, you're right. I mean, um, yeah, you do tend to see the same ads a lot on Twitch. Uh, yeah. Say la vie. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm saying no, thanks to folks. Yeah. Thanks, party on dudes, for the four months. Thanks, Fatal or, or Fatal. I think I missed uh, when I, I streamed yesterday. I don't think I thanked everybody. Thanks to Nuga yesterday and uh, Pelly Guano. That sounds familiar. Uh, Slivers, thanks for the bits. Blue Sapphire, thanks for resubbing. And um, in people, thanks for the raid. I think I caught that raid. But oh, Mike and Nick, wherever you are, I am so sorry you raided me yesterday, right in the middle of a rant um, with fifty-three oh. viewers, and I just breezed <laughs> right past it. Didn't even uh. stop to say hi. Um, they are the best. I wonder if they're thinking that I'm kind of disappointed with them that never once in five days, Rel, did they swing by my booth at Dice Tower West to sit down and play a game. What? Not no, once. Really? Yep. Now, didn't we... Wait, now I'm thinking... I mean, I brought you into the TLN studio there. I, yeah, I, and I said, hey, how's it going, guys? You know where okay. I am. Come by and play a game. Maybe I didn't yeah, say yeah. that. Maybe that's a fever dream I had. But I was. Yeah. I, this is going to be the one. Five, five days, I'm sure, at some point. They will have two hours yeah. to play something. But they they had... And, and I am seeing pictures of them with everybody! <laughs> <laughs> they took pictures. I mean, they must have, you know, they must have had a line around the block. People just, you know, they, going up and, I mean, they're probably making five bucks a pick, but no pictures <laughs> of me. Oh, my I, they, they are quite in demand. Oh, I, yes. I can verify that. They are very popular, really good guys. It's, yeah, it's just one of those things. It, it's weird. I was just talking about this with uh, Michelle. Like, you know, we were there five days as well, and I we didn't we didn't play as many games as we thought, but we didn't see as everyone <clears> that we wanted to as well. Like we've we saw a lot of people, but not everyone. It's just it's such a big convention, and there's you think oh, yeah. you have all the time in the world, but you really don't. Yeah, it's know? not just you Mike really and Nick. Don't. I mean, there. I mean, I didn't get to see yeah. Paula Deming. I didn't get to see Tim Chuan. I mean, so many folks I would have loved to have met, but say yeah. uh Like I said, it was big, and even though it was five days, it was. Um, it was, it's all a blur, and I don't. Th- my voice yeah. still hasn't recovered. If I get a little, I, I mean, you can hear. I was my, just gonna yeah. say, I feel like I hear a little bit of your voice, like a little scratchy. I don't know what you're talking or, about. I sound perfectly fine. If I get a little excited, hey, do we have any? Uh, do we have anything to catch up on as far as uh, people spending channel points? Here? Uh, let's see. Uh, we, we will in a second. But all right. So, Brothers Murph, uh, C four. Um, anybody else? Collateral Damage, Sea Otter, Old Man Coaster, Rich Washington, uh, yeah, uh, and Jack0395. Uh, Those were the people who subscribed or bidded us up yesterday, and I was just so in the zone. I wasn't saying thanks to everybody as a good Twitcher should, and just as a good person should. Somebody uh, does you a favor, you say thank you. And I apologize for everybody. Yes, you are right. We have some outstanding business to do. Let me push cool. that big round button. All right, what do we got? We got one Trivial Pursuit. We got four four wheel ranks. 
Oh my gosh. Whoa. And a top okay. three. And somebody would like to buy an argument. Exacting vampire. The most expensive thing. All righty. Wow. Let's, uh, let's, uh, first in, first out. Uh, Ruel ranks 15 days ago. Ruel. Oh, wow. The Lord okay, of Cardboard of requested that you rank something, anything. Okay. For the love okay. of Pete. So let me get uh, myself over to the uh, the uh, Gaviola Library. Hold okay, on. Awesome. Ba, 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 ba. He's a really big eight. Bum, bum. Does that? <laughs> hey, does it? Does this snippet of a song mean anything to you? Look at that yes. big eight. I'm gonna tell you exactly where I uh, when I hear that song. I don't know. Uh, no, uh, no, I know exactly where it is. The Twilight Zone movie from so the you, 80s. Do you remember? Do you, you remember so exactly you know it. I know it. Uh, Albert Brooks in the opening scene. Boom. Done. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't think anybody besides me and maybe Kabuki Kid would get that reference. But oh, I should have wow. known. You are of a certain yeah. age. I don't yes, remember any yes. of the rest of the song. I don't remember if there was anything more other than him just saying, look at that big ape. He's a really big ape. Bump, bump. Yeah. Bump, bump. Yeah. And it wasn't it. He was. Uh, it was based on the National Geographic show or something like that. Yes, or? it was. Uh, he was basically coming yeah. up with lyrics for the uh, theme yeah. music for National Geographic, which was a seventies, uh, you know, Saturday night uh, documentary show that we yeah, all ended yeah. up watching. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I will be humming that song on my deathbed. I will never get that out of my head. Oh, and Kabuki Kid did know. Kabuki Kid is here. Of course, he knew. Uh, yes. Of course. All right, let's see here. I think I have found the uh, the library. Let me go on ahead and go to the browser. Hey, look at all these games, Ruel. Um, why haven't you ranked them? Are there any here that you feel that you should uh, spread some love? Oh, uh, let's see. If not, um, I will go down another page. Uh, let's go down a page, please. <clears throat> all right. And where's 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 poll? Where's poll? There. No, that's stream info. Where's poll? Okay. That's managed. Uh, let's. Okay, uh, I'm just going to pick a couple of randoms here. So we've got, uh, is it Pastiche? I think that's how you say it. Pastiche. All righty. Well, Steam before we park. do that, I just realized uh -huh. my poll click action has disappeared. No doubt uh -oh. as a result of me doing stuff for you yesterday. So I've got to add it back to my mod panel. Right. Mod uh -huh. panel. All right. So I remember how to do this live. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I don't know how to do and a poll without that? that button. Okay, while you do that, I'm going to say hello to Hagaf22. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. New followers all the time. This is great. Oh, that is fantastic. Man, now you got it in my head. This I know. Is it's, 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 it is an earworm, to be sure. It was the opening scene when Albert Brooks and Dan Aykroyd, if I remember correctly. Dan oh, my Aykroyd gosh, is that right? Other... For some reason, I picture yes. Albert Brooks talking to a kid, but I think you're right. No. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd. One of them was a hitchhiker who picked up the other one. On, yep, a, that's on right. a desert road, yep. something like yep. that, and they were just making small talk. Highway. Yeah, they were making small talk, and then spoiler alert: things happen. Yeah, yeah. In a Twilight Zone um, intro, what do you what do you know? Things actually happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I don't know how. To, I can't find the. Oh, here it is. Manage my poll. Add that to the list of things that I can do. Here we go. Okay, so new poll. Ruel is ranking. All right. Uh, we're going to put five things on here, and uh, we're going to do at least the top two or three because we're so far back on those. So, any of those you liked? Uh, so, pastiche, I believe that's pastiche. how you say it? Yes, it is. Look at you all, Frenchy okay. French. Frenchy French. Oh, ha, ha, ha. oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should not have unreleased I know. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's be careful here. Let's, yep. let's be respectful. Okay. Any other ones? Uh, si vous plaît. Um, let's see. Uh, Steam Park. All right. Steam Park. 
Okay. And Extreme if party. you could scroll down uh, one page, please. I can. Add a few more here. How many are we doing? Five? Uh, yeah, because we got a lot to do. We're not going to do them all, but we're going to do like probably the top two or three that they requested. Okay. Uh, oh, Bonanza. Bonanza. The original. B the OG. Bonanza. Alrighty. Any more of those or keep scrolling? Um, let's keep scrolling. Uh, oh, there. Uh, Kanagawa. Kanagawa. Oh, Kanagawa. Right. And one more. And, uh, hey, Pitch Car. Pitch Car. All right. That is yeah. a wide variety of options for folks yeah. to vote on. Start voting, folks. You have two minutes. Uh, we will rank three of those games. Uh, three of those. And then we will leave okay. one for future. Because we can't, this, this can't be nothing but rank. And we have other stuff we have to do, too. We have to give away games. Yep. We have to do a top ten countdown. We have to do Q&A. Um, right. Oh, right. Let's see here. Okay. So um, all... um, <laughs> why, why did you start this? I literally, I, I'm going to be doing this all day. I don't, uh, in, in the live stream I did yesterday, I can't think of why. I mean, it's just something that's popped into my head ever since I was, what must I have been? Eight years old, 11 years old, something like that. Um, uh, you know, what's really been stuck in my head nonstop. Did you see, um, I think, I forget if it was on Hulu or... It might have been Apple Plus. Um, After Party. Uh-uh. It's a no. it's a it's a eight episode. I think each episode was like thirty or forty minutes long. Uh, comedy from Lord and Miller, the guys behind uh, you know the Lego Movie and yeah, um, yeah. you know and all that. And it's a murder mystery. Every episode, the detective is interviewing another potential suspect. You know, you know, and so we see the uh, the events from multiple points of view every episode. But every episode okay. is a different genre of television there is an action one there's a thriller there's a cartoon animated episode uh there's a romantic comedy one and one of them was uh basically a musical and um one of the songs in there uh, um has just been permanently trapped in my head ever since and the only thing that's got it out is um look at that big ape but um Oh my gosh, if anybody's seen it, uh, I really, really enjoyed the heck out of it. It was a decent murder mystery, you know, Agatha Christie style thing with a lot of comedy and a lot of really okay. great actors. Um, so that's but, interesting. So each episode is a different, they take it from a different genre. So one would be like a comedy, one would yep. be like a... Well, they're all comedy. Fine. They all have comedy. But oh, yeah, there's a comedy okay. action, a, com a romantic comedy, a comedy cartoon. Um, nice. There's a comedy like Nickelodeon kids show um, because oh, at one point okay. a kid is interviewed. And, um, you know, and they all, and they, and they keep telling the story from all these different perspectives. I mean, you know, it's really, really cool. But yeah, the uh, the song "Yeah Sure Whatever," um, which uh, <laughs> as I understand, I found out later, uh, uh, the writers from uh, "My Crazy Ex Girlfriend" uh, were involved with that episode, and "My Crazy Ex Girlfriend" okay. had so many great earworms and "Yeah Sure Whatever." Three words, sixteen letters that mean me and Xavier will definitely collapse. It's just oh, I can't get it out of my head. Um, oh, it's so good. Um, alrighty. I need, I need to watch this. This sounds great. It's, I, 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 it, it is good stuff. I cannot remember which streaming uh, platform it was on. Um, one of them. These days you got to yeah, have yeah. them all, of course. All right. Oh, it looks like we are right. done. Pa um, oh. righty. Where are, where is the list? Oh, it disappeared. Okay. So how do I see the list? I see pastiche one. How do I see the rest? Pastiche. Okay. Oh, I can view results. There we go. View and results. Pastiche. And then a three way tie for second place. What? Wow. <laughs> so should we just knock out those four then? <laughs> I guess. 
I, I wow. and, and and Steam Park did pretty good too. It came in last place with um twelve percent of the vote. That's really weird. That is quite the conundrum, considering people can use their channel points and whatnot to vote. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. Okay. Well, let's go on ahead and uh, talk about pastiche, which is the big pastiche. wiener. All right, let me find yeah. it again. It was on this list somewhere. There it is. A pastiche. Pastiche. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I, I picked this up uh, years ago, mainly because of the theme. Uh, Michelle loves art. And okay. anything that's like um, art-themed, um, I'm, I'm going to have to pick up because uh, inevitably she'll want to play it. And uh, this is a really interesting mix of set collection. And if I was really... Uh, let me just say this right off the bat. I was afraid of this game because look at the colors. <laughs> oh, like, no, of color, course. Yeah, for a colorblind player like myself, it's like a nightmare. But they do a really good job of they make sure like each um, color has uh, it actually has the word like blue, yellow, oh, red okay. printed on there. And they, I think if I remember correctly, they have different shapes for the colors. But you're basically laying tiles. Um, it's a mix of uh, tile laying and set collection. You lay tiles and then depending on what colors are mat- next to each other, you can mix uh, new colors. And which will result in, okay, I, now I have these colors. And, of course, you need certain colors to paint the different masterpieces that are there. So mm. if you want to paint like a Renault or a, a Van Gogh or something, you need like yellow, blue, green, whatever. Um, and you're, you're just, that's that's the game. It's, it's, uh, it's a gateway-ish style game, but really cool theme. Uh, I think one of the versions, the version we might have is the one that has like little easels that you can put your paintings on after you're done with them. It's, I remember that, yes. Touch. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's it's a nice little game. Um, something honestly, we we sort of grew out of. Okay. So if I'm ranking it, oh why my would gosh. you say you grew out of it? Uh, just better tile laying games out there. Mm. Um, Not that it was bad. It's just there was better stuff to take up space on your shelf yeah. for your taste. Yeah. Like I mean, just right off the top of my head, if I'm gonna pick either Pastiche or Cascadia, I'm picking Cascadia. You know, every day of the week plus twice on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Um, Pastiche, again, not a bad game. I, I just feel like it's, uh, what, how, why did it age, not age well? Um, well, first of all, the colors for me, like, of course, even though it's colorblind. Yeah. That, that's sort of, 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 is sort of a pain, but overall, I'd say it's probably a seven for me. Maybe, I mean, seven's good. It doesn't mean I want to play it all the time, but I will play it. And, but it's not like my favorite. So do I go under seven? No, I'm gonna just I'll, I'll give it a flat seven. How's that? A flat seven for me. Seven point zero zero. All right, um, I, I, that sounds I, about right. Um, yeah, you're familiar with the game. We right? we did it. play it. I mean, geez, this is it. This is definitely an older game. I'm surprised it got those votes. Uh, yeah. All of those votes. I mean, it's from 2011. Although pff, it's it's just over a decade old. That's not that old, but in, in no, board game terms, for board games, I guess it yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I remember, th- yeah, we, I think we both liked it, but we just didn't love it. It was just, oh yeah, this is nice, this is fine. I mean, for me, yeah. a big uh, hurdle for it to overcome is I just have zero interest in abstracts. And I appreciate, oh, there's ostensibly a theme here, but not really. Um, it's like, I mean, to me, Azul is a more thematic game than this. Because, you know, what is this thing of just putting tiles down? Although, for the colorblind issue, I think it's pretty smart that they, um, you know, the, the primary colors they decided to put on these tiles are blue, red, and yellow, which probably works yeah well for you right right um right. is that actually true i mean are the primary colors blue red and yellow that doesn't sound right to me it, it's rgb yeah, it or cmyk hard. isn't it right cmyk right so yeah so cyan, they probably broke the yellow. rules specifically for you yep. and this is how you yeah. treat them thank a you. decade later thank you ah <laughs> 
yeah but yeah overall just uh, it's again yeah, not a bad game just one that we sort of you know said okay that's fine it's you know move on next yeah one i'd on be to i'd be totally game. happy to play it but i would never jones yep. for it definitely yep. yep agreed but i mean i could certainly see i mean if you have people i mean another one i could see this being really great to play with kids too Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. You, know, you know, it's very simple, straightforward. Just oh, put the tiles down, try to match the colors. You know, make the pre- you know, I, I, I could see that making a lot of sense. Good solid gateway, and I guess we're just both kind of beyond gateway games. We need gateway just with a little bit something more, just a little bit more. Yeah, yep. agreed. All right, well, okay. seven cool. it is for the pastiche. Then what yes. was there next? Next What's up, our next one. We are going to talk about Bonanza. Bonanza. B o h n a n z a. All right, tell us all about what many consider to be Uwe Rosenberg's greatest design ever. And many other people say, what? Uwe Rosenberg designed this? Yeah, I'm going to say this right off the bat. So some people say this is his greatest design ever. I'm going to say it's his most overrated. Whoa! Whoa! For one reason only, and this is just my personal feeling about it, okay? I recognize the brilliance of the design. But here's the thing. As a card player, I played poker in my entire life. You know what I do when I get a, a, a hand of cards, Richard? <laughs> I immediately start, you know, putting them in order, sequential order, by suits, and everything like that. And this game, and I always do that, and I know you're not supposed to touch the cards. And it's just such a bad habit. Not a bad habit. It's just a, a lifetime of playing card games. I immediately want to, you know, put everything in, in order. And I always screw up this game because Oh, of I see. Now. You just can't help yeah, yourself. Yeah, and that's why... Yeah, I cannot help myself. And anyone that I've played this game with, always the first round is like, okay, everyone's moved their cards. Okay, folks, <laughs> let's reshuffle and do not move your cards. I swear, every time I play this game. Now, having said that, it is, it's a really neat design as yeah. far as... For folks you know, who don't know, the, different- the, the trick of this game is when you oh, are yeah, dealt your yeah. cards and you pick them up, you, however they were dealt to you, you have to keep them in that order. You can't uh, reset them so you put all your suits together in sequential order. Because you, I mean, you know, as cards come into your hand, you have to play them out of your hand in that very specific uh, order, which is what the puzzle of the game is all about. And it's, uh, again, for a, a lifelong card player like myself and many of my friends and family, it is, it is maddening. But, again, that's, not, that's just the design. So you do have to play them. I think it's um, the card on your right side goes out as the one you're playing out onto the table. And then you, you're collecting sets of these different beans, yeah. right? And then when you collect a set, you're going like, to uh, cash them in. And it's really interesting how you cash it in and you turn it over. And that, there's your income right there on the other side, the little coin on the other side of the um, uh, thing, right? Yeah. Uh, those are victory points. Uh, it's been a while since I've played And then this. another big um, part of the game is trading cards too, right? Yes. You can trade with other players. Like, hey, um, and you can just give cards to other players as well. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I remember doing that. Like, hey, I've got a chili bean here. Uh, you could just have this one because I know you need it, but hook me up later in the game. You know, nothing's binding. It's a very casual uh, game. Uh, and then you could do the whole, like, oh, I've got two of these beans for one of those and so forth. Okay. So there's a little bit of no- negotiation in there. I liked it. Again, it's just one of those things. I can't get over that hurdle. Um, and that's why I'm going to give this a 6.5. Wow! Look at that! Jeez I did it. That is madness! Did I just do that? I did it right oh here live. Oh, my gosh. Somewhere, Uwe Rosenberg says, you know, in a, with a perfect German accent, suck it up, buttercup. It's not that hard. Jeez Louise. Wow. So this gets the ultimate, it's not you, Bonanza, it's me treatment it's from me. Will Gaviola. 
Oh, yes, that's madness. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, st- I, you know, no, that's, that, that is, um, you blame the game for your shortcomings. Obviously, the brilliance of the game is that incredibly yeah. tough, I need this card to be at the top so I can play it. Uh, yeah. I, if I play this card right now, it'll totally bust my straight. And what am I going to do? And, you know, and planning and dealing with all that. Now, I'll uh, give a dirty little secret. I have never played Bonanza, very sadly. What? Because it's what? a three-player minimum game. Is it? Oh, it is. Uh, okay, I'm thinking... There, there is. They have the two-player version. Yes, now, they apparently have a two-player yeah. version. Um, uh, but from what I understand, it is not the Bonanza experience. Uh, that yeah. it is, uh, it, it is a. We- I've never tried it, and I mean, if I ever get a chance, I mean, heck, I was at freaking Dice Tower West for a week. I'm sure they had multiple copies of Bonanza. I should have picked yeah. one up and played it. I would have been fantastic. But uh, I'm, I'm actually kicking myself now. Would have been my big chance. What I can say though is Bonanza: The Duel, which is a specific two-player version of the game is fantastic mm-hmm. it is phenomenal uh jen and really? i absolutely adore it um other than the fact that i think it plays okay. a little bit longer than it should which was kind of a bit quicker um you know the targets you're trying to hit that will trigger the end of the game but um you know it's the same basic idea you've got your cards they're in the wrong order all the time you're trying to figure out how to play them and the thing is the reason bonanza at, at you know at its best is more than two players is because of that gift giving because of that trade yeah. which in a two-player game has no function because why would right. I ever do something that helps you? Um, you know, I mean, the zero sum nature makes it, you know, trade generally not something that works well. But Bonanza the Duel does it in such a brilliant way because there is a certain phase that happens every round where players have to give gifts to each other. And so I have a certain number of cards. I must give you one, whether I like it or not. And what I do is I either am putting out one that I don't think you like. Um, but hey, I'm just getting rid of it, so it helps me. Um, or it, I might sometimes put one out there like, okay, I'm pretty sure you don't like it. Oh, please don't take this gift. Please give it back to me. This is the ultimate risk. Because I dare not give you any of these other ones because I know you want those. I can see what you need. So I'll put out this one that I you probably don't like. And hopefully you don't realize that is my linchpin card. Oh, please give it back. Please give it back. And that extra level of tension is so cool. I mean, I really yeah. rank Bonanza the Duel very, very highly, which makes me want to play okay. the original Bonanza all the more, which makes me shout, a pox upon thee! I really shouldn't <laughs> shout that these days. That is not the best um, yeah, uh, expletive, the best. perhaps. <laughs> um, but yeah, 6.5 is ridiculous. And it I is, think you need to watch ridiculous. your back at the next convention you go to, because yeah. there will be a lot of bean heads out there looking for you. Yeah, the Uve heads are coming after me, and even even as I said, six point five. That that's probably a, a bit low because if I mean, I really think if I really think about the design, I mean that is a really nice bit of tension. Like you cannot move your cards; you are you have to deal, you have to work with what you're dealt. Um, yeah. So that is a nice bit of tension. Yeah, so it's absolutely. Instead brilliant. of six point, yeah, instead of six point five, I'm going to revise my um, ranking right here and now to six point seven five. There you go. Okay. That's all for, right. All right. That's close that's to a heads. seven. That's seven okay. adjacent. I'll yeah. allow it. All Thank right. you. That's for, the, that's for the Uwe heads out there, folks. All right. So that's okay. bona- Bonanza. Next up, we've got Kanagawa. Wow, it's Kanagawa. a well-ranking uh, smorgasbord today. Yeah. Uh, from Bruno Cathala, right? Yes, Bruno Cathala and yep, Bruno uh, uh, Charles Chevalier. I believe I said that correctly. Um, yeah. So tell us all about it, Ruel. 
Well, for, uh, you, as you can see right there, it is a beautiful it's game. It's a beaut. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is another set collection game, and um, you're building out... You're, you're actually a painter, and I really love this the aesthetic of this. You're painting, you know, this landscape. Again, just like Tokaido or, you know, even that game that might be in front of you, Four Gardens, you Mm -hmm. are, you know, building this tableau. There it is right there. Just beautiful landscape. And you're doing this by, um, not action selection, you're, gosh, what was it? Um, You're placing your markers down. You have like an open market. Right, yeah, it's a card drafting game. First one, second or third one, card drafting. And those will go in your hand, and then some of them are special abilities where you can extend. Uh, You get another additional paint marker, I believe, or like a paintbrush, which allows you to go further down the line here. And then eventually you're going to finish at, I think it's 12 um, total, uh, uh, you know, paintings or whatever. Really beautiful game. Uh, This is another one, as much as I enjoy the aesthetic and I just, the gameplay is really streamlined and smooth. It's one of those things, okay, I played it a few times. It's cool. It's not a not a world changer or anything. Uh, certainly a fine design um, by Bruno Cathala, who is always you know solid in his stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a seven point one two. I, I don't know where that number came from, but I think it's it's more than a seven, but it's not going to be like an eight or anything. But seven point one two for Kanagawa. I got to ask, we're ranking stuff in your collection. Why is Bonanza still in your collection? You know, it's one of those things I I try to get I try to trade it away and no one's taking me up on it. Really? Because it's ranked. Yeah, no, I've I've said yeah. So I'm honestly I'm probably just going to give it away at some point. Yeah. I I've I tried guess to trade it away. Yeah. Everybody who wants it already has it. It's so ubiquitous. Yeah, you know, it's been around forever. Yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. Been it's, it's a gift yeah. game at best. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. So Kanagawa seven point one two. Um, have you played this one? I have. Let's take a look and see what I wrote when I marked it as previously owned. Because I no oh, longer previously. have it. Lovely uh-huh. and relaxing. Needs more than two players to be at its best. As I recall, the draft, which I'm trying to remember the specifics of it now. It's it's all a blur. This was a long time ago. Yep. Isn't the draft Same. some kind of thing where, oh, I can take this stuff, but if I don't, then more stuff will come out kind of a thing. It's something like that. Or more stuff gets revealed. Probably explains oh, it all right what, here on the back of this. If is, only we yeah. could read German. Valentina, yeah. yeah, well, uh, I remember uh, each carton. column has like two that are exposed and one that is not exposed. Right. And if you take, yeah, oh gosh, is, if you take the one that's not exposed, do you get additional cards? Something I like I, I don't remember the particulars, but I do remember I, thinking, yeah. Jen, I thought, yeah, this is lovely. This is a nice breezy little exercise, but we just didn't really feel any tension because at a two-player game, it's like, oh. Okay, we're going to get what we want. There's no problem here. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, oh my God, it's gone! Oh, because there's still a bunch of other stuff. Okay, I'll take this one instead. And I I just don't think they did enough to really tighten it up. But again, you know, it was pretty. um, I mean, if I recall correctly, the line you were building, you could be going for different things, getting those painting pots out versus getting the score for a longer. I mean, it was very nice. And it was certainly one I would play at a higher player count. Did you? Yeah. Or did you I, only play it with you um, and Michelle? I, 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 did re, uh, I do remember playing it two and three players, and the three-player experience was infinitely much better mm, because, mm-hmm. you know, you have those different goals as well, like, you know, whoever paints this certain amount or versus these type of things. So it's got a little race element to those things, uh, which I like. But, again, like you said, it's, I mean, even then it wasn't, like, tension-filled. But yeah. um, just, it's... And I don't think it's meant to be. Uh, you're right. You're painting. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's just nice and chill. This is so. supposed to be one of those relaxing games. Uh, kind of yeah. like what uh, Pencil First does a lot of. You know, they, they have yes. nice relaxing games. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's great at that. That's generally not why Jen and I play games. We don't, It's weird to say we don't play games <laughs> to relax. We, we play games to, um, you know, get challenged and overcome obstacles. As opposed to, yeah. oh, look how this worked out kind of a thing. 
yeah yeah now i do remember kanagawa has some really beautiful components like they actually oh, have gosh. like this like the mat that you put the cards on is it reminds me of like um i don't know like a bamboo style mat or something it was yes like, oh it is yeah you, i don't remember if it's actually that? made of bamboo but it actually rolls out like uh yes. you know, yeah it's very very lovely yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of game, if you have a group of four people and you're just looking for something really chill and laid back, it'll work fantastically. But, yep. yeah, that is that is not me and my wife, Jen. So, I, yeah. uh, I your ranking, I probably would have... I probably would have even made it into a high six, personally. Which is wow, why I don't have really? it anymore. Generally, I keep yeah. sevens and above. Or I try to, okay. anyway. Okay. All right, that yeah, was three. Is, yeah. I know we have more, but we have <laughs> other stuff to do. So, I think we're going to stop Let's there. Sorry, stuff. pitch car fans. Yeah. You needed just one more vote, and you failed. You failed your pitch car. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let me go back. I have now Lord of Cardboard. 15 days ago, you requested it, and a half a month later, we delivered. Um, very timely, I gotta say. Thank you. And yes. uh, then there, Victory and um, Tim Pubbles. Tim Pubbles, that one was for you. I know you're in the uh, audience right now because you were reading the German for us. Okay, mm-hmm. next up, seven days ago, last week, Goblin requested a top three. So, we need to do that now. Um, right. Uh, audience, start suggesting things you would like to have the definitive written in stone, um, you know, take it to the mountaintop uh, list of. Would you like to know the top three brands of peanut butter? Would you like to know the top three um, crustaceans? Would you like to know the top three Reiner Knizia games? You know, whatever Ooh. you want, uh, start making some suggestions, and uh, Ruel will shout some at me, and we'll throw a poll up. All right. Yep. Okay, so let's see what you got, fam. Um. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind... The team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, what I'm playing now says Kanagawa is spectacular. Cool. We've got some Kanagawa All love right. in the Kanagawa okay. love. Here's uh, first couple of ones. We've got top three dinosaurs, top three pirate games, uh, <laughs> top three board game covers. Board. Interesting. Ooh. All right. All right. Uh, Give me two more. Party on Dude says top three solo games. Have we, did we do? No, we haven't done that yet. You know, I did a solo games yesterday myself. Can, okay, did, that's you, you play in a solo. You could do that. Yeah, all right. Give me one more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Scott says the top three Chippendales you saw in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be Derek. And, um... <laughs> no, just... Uh... Let's see. Top three games to win the wife over. Top three Tom is wrong. Top three kids games. People have been asking for a Tom is wrong for a while. If we put that on, it's going to win. Are you prepared yeah. to do that? I could do it. I, I don't know if you... I, I don't think I've ever done a top three. Or I've never done a Tom is wrong. What is that? You will you take something that Where Tom you disagreed with, what, with disagree what he Disagree with said. Tom. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, that, 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 if, I mean... I make it my mission to try to make right what once went wrong in Tom Vassell's world. You probably don't pay yeah. enough attention. So I think that's going to be a tough I, one for you. Yeah, it'd be a tough one. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I did three. a top or top 10, Tom, you're an idiot, to his face uh, at a Dice Tower West convention a few years ago. So if nice. folks want, they can go see that one. I mean, where I'm literally saying, what were you thinking? And he had to answer me. <laughs> so that's kind of tough to beat. Give me a different one. Nice. 
Uh, top three bread types. That's the one I was trying to figure out. Um, top three comic book artists, manga artists you would like to see signed on as artists for a board game. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that is too long. I can't put that much text in these fields. Yeah. Uh, bread types, um, solo games. Let me see. Anything else? Bread types? Top three 1970s TV shows. Interesting. You have to pick one. Top three, top three indie comic book titles. You're just giving me suggestions. Tell me one. Which, which one which did one you take? Of all those. Have you, take, have you taken any of those? You haven't taken so any far, of those So um, far, we have dinosaurs, pirate games, board game covers, solo games. I'm assuming you're telling me the ones you want me to put on the list. You're just telling oh, me everything. I'm just, yeah, I'm just rattling them off. Okay, here we go. Let's go with uh, top three 1970s TV shows. 1970s uh, TV shows. All right, there we go. All right, folks. Okay. Uh, top after three. a bit of a uh, delay, are any of those game related? <laughs> we got one, two. Oh, pirate, pirate games, games board and board games. games. Actually, um, yeah, there's only two that aren't game related. Oh so wait, we'll you did solo games? I thought you just did solo games yesterday. I did, but you haven't. Okay, I'd be okay. curious to hear what you think. Yeah. All righty. Dinosaurs. Wait, is that dinosaur games or just dinosaurs in general? You said the word dinosaurs. I typed it. And that's what they said in chat, so we, we will go with that. Dinosaurs, board game covers. Well, folks, don't forget, you can use your channel points to influence the vote. So yep. And even like, bits, if that. you want to push us closer to unlocking yep. a full playthrough um, on the channel. All right. So, um, wow. So, uh, now we have unlocked an RVR episode. Does that mean we're, we're close to a second one now? We're halfway Are we? Oh, my gosh, look at that. Right? Jeez Louise, that's yeah. Quick. Nice. I think so. Awesome. Um, yeah, that would be, that's working towards the uh, April RVR, which I'm kind of feeling confident we'll make. All right. So again, folks, uh, RVR on March 24th, that's Thursday at noon, we will be playing um, Isle of Cats Explore and Draw, the Roll and Write version yes. of Yes, which uh, you Isla folks Cat. can play along with us. Um, let me go on ahead and show you Rado Focus. Uh, oh, oh, you can't see me because that won't work. But um, there is a page you can go to and you can print out the piece of paper. You can print out in color or in black and white to save on ink. It's like a low ink version. And you will be able to play with us. So definitely put it in your calendar. Uh, if you ever wanted to uh, run Rado into the ground, uh, March 24th <laughs> is your day to shine. All yes. right. Um, and we must be getting close, right? We are. So oh, we're, we're getting close. And, and it's and neck and neck between lead. 70s TV shows and board game covers. Everything else has wow. fallen to the wayside. And what board game covers wins it by two votes. Ooh, 117 two votes. to 115. Wow. Wow. And honestly, wow. 70s TV shows would have been the easier one to do, quite frankly. Oh, totally. <laughs> because totally. we are both of an age. <laughs> That's kind of one I was. Oh. Uh, that's the one I voted for. Uh, but okay, no, no, that's no problem. No, uh, no problem. Uh, board games, board games, board games. What am I gonna do? I know the easy no, thing. We're for... just doing covers. We're yeah, we're just doing you know, cover covers. Art. But yo, know, favorite cover. cover art on any board yeah. game. For me to do that, I'm just gonna cheat and go to ranked.rado.com and and uh, put it in uh, big picture form so that I can just look at them and see the ones I like. Although, really. Um, first thing to answer is what is the best Vincent Dutre cover art, right? Because you got to put one of them on, and it's really a question of which Vincent one. Dutre. Yeah, I just got a copy of Ten Penny Press, and that, that's a, that's a nice one. 
um, that uh, coming out on Thunderworks. I was just gonna say, I thought for sure you were gonna just uh, Google the Miko and then figure out which. Well, one I mean, that's another one to do. What what is the Miko's best cover art? Um, yeah. oh. So what? this is tough because a top three. This is brutal. I know. This is like I said. I was hoping for the for the. Uh... The shows. Wow. Let me put the browser back up. I'm just looking at some of mine. You know, these. This is just ranked.rado.com. It's my favorite games, which I don't really don't yeah. make my cover art have anything to do with it. I'm just scrolling down. Maybe we uh, simplify it to top ten board game covers that are in Rado's collection, so we can just look through this until we find <laughs> things. I'd be okay with that. I do not remember the name of the artist, but the artist from Dungeon Pets. He's really not as prolific as I would like, but oh my gosh, mm. his work is amazing. And um, who is that? Who is that? I know yeah. he's European. Um, oh, David Cochard. Uh, okay. I, the, the, but really, it's his boards. If you've ever played any mm. board that David... I mean, yeah. it is so full of detail, especially Dungeon Pets. is absolutely amazing. But, um, yeah, that's I, not necessarily going to jump out at me as greatest uh, cover of all time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to throw I, I'm going to throw this one out there What's because I, I feel like it has to be on this list. Scythe. I, I think that artwork is uh, Yeah. It's not, in my, it's not in my collection, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean everything about that game it was is literally stunning. what I you yeah, know what, I would a, even it was a painting. Yeah, I I I'm a, I would agree that one has to go on the list definitely. Yeah. Um, man, I just like everything. Gosh. I'm too easy. I really love the cover for Blackout Hong Kong. I, the, you know, the stark black and white. You know, it's really atmospheric. It's one of my faves. Who is who did that one? Because I feel like it's yeah Chris Williams, who also, if I recall correctly, does all the uh, new Pandemic box covers as well. Very talented oh, okay. guy. But nice. I mean, I, I, I nice. see that's. I mean, you want really just, you know, jaw-dropping. It's like, oh my gosh. Uh, it makes yeah. you drool kind of things. And uh, So this is tough because I, I think, okay, so my one of my favorite artists is Beth Sobel. Yeah. And I love her artwork in games, but I can't think of, like, as far as, like, a cover. Well, what, I mean, Calico is the obvious choice. Calico, that right? That sweet little cur- curled-up kitten. This one, yep. right here, specifically. Yes. I mean, that's amazing. So that makes normal people non-cat haters definitely want to stop and play that game yep Miramis doesn't get enough love my gosh look look at Miramis can I zoom in all right I oh I haven't played that one what is that it's a it's a Miramis. it's a uh, it's an ant colony um simulation and it's I've always thought it was gorgeous okay. oh that's cool uh yeah with, with all the you know the sunlight streaking in through the uh mushroom caps at the at the uh mm-hmm. Ants are walking through, and this is all about, you know, you have a, can- a colony of ants. It's a worker placement game. It's really, really good, and it's always been one of my favorites. I might I, make I, I an impassioned plea for Miramis, quite frankly. Let's try and get it a you little You know, bit I like that cover a lot. I, just, I like that whole, you know, microscopic view of what is exactly. it, mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really That's... nicely done art, but then it's yeah. also, to me, it, it's, it's more than just how pretty it is. I mean, you know, seeing the world from a different perspective, I think, is... You know, very powerful thing that art can do. Um, yeah, yeah, that's neat. I like that. Well, okay. Um, so that's two of them. That's two. Scythe and Miramis. Oops, I need to go back. Um, yeah, I mean, by all means, of course. Just uh, I, I, the audience, I'm sure, is suggesting good stuff too. Uh, is, is anything yeah. jump out at them? We need to Let's go see, back to say, the um, freaking big pictures. And then oh I well, I got to shout this one out. Uh, the new raw cover by you know Tool. Someone said is amazing. The raw I, cover, I yeah, it is very very nice. I agree. Miyabi yep. um, is pretty. I mean, this Anno eighteen. Uh, the detail on this ship is stunning. If you've ever looked at it closely. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that Ryan Lockett touches is gorgeous. You know, that's another thing. I, I feel like Ryan Lockett's got to be on here. Um, but we it's one of those three. things. He, 
you only have three and like i almost feel like he's he gets like the oscar like lifetime achievement oh, award, yeah. right? he, <laughs> sure, sure, like sure. his entire universe <laughs> yep 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 yeah exactly and that's actually oh, it's a fair know, point okay, because here. any one of his things i mean are they're all nice but i mean yeah it's it's more his overall presentation that is so engaging and his boards i think yes yes you know what i'm gonna uh, make a case for what Title Blades, Heroes of the Reef. I think Mr. Really? That, uh, oh, that is that a Mr. Team, Cunnington? That, yes. Which is I actually a husband and wife team, art team, if I recall. Husband correctly. and wife team. It's beautiful. Like, the world is beautiful. But look at that cover of Title Blades. I don't know if you can pop that I up. I can it's do just, that. I have a, I have a It is gorgeous. You're talking like, the original one or the new one? I saw one? that cover. I immediately want to play that. The first one or the second one? The new one? or uh, Let's do the first one. Just right. Yeah, let's do the first one. I will I'm give more you the I mean, look at that. That is pretty gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. That is really nice. Are you really yeah. saying that is the the third best board game art of all time? Uh, under duress, really, really I am good. I am saying that. I, yeah. I would say that's. I really do like that. Isn't and it's that interesting beautiful? too. I yeah. mean, it does that old trick of oh, mysterious, drawn in because the character's looking away from us, but then they have somebody yeah. they're talking to. So I mean, I'm even <laughs> more engaged. I am more pulled into that. And what's this funky thing they ride around on? Knowing, I, I mean, personally. Uh, you know, knowing not that much about the world, that is very good. Um, has yeah. anybody else got something that they like more? We haven't put, though, a uh, Vincent Dutre on the list. And we honestly, yeah. the first Vincent Dutre I saw was, um, oh, what was it? The bingo game. Um, Augustus Glory to Rome, or, you know. Oh, Augustus. Not Glory to Rome, but Augustus something. Rise of Augustus. Rise, Rise, Rise of Augustus. Augustus. And that's, a, oh, that's pretty. But then the first one that made me, oh, who actually did this? I need to know who this artist is, was Lewis and Clark. Yeah, and I was just going to say, someone in chat just put it put down Lewis Oh, and really? Clark that. Yeah. I mean. Uh, also, uh, uh, Empires of the Void 2. Um, oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, I would if we were to do a Ryan Lockett, I'd probably give it to that. And this is not the original one. But um, Lewis and Clark. That's the uh, card game version yeah uh which was a nice game too lewis and clark right. nope that, that's the card game version how many lewis and clarks are there there's a bunch lewis and clark just the original one not the cards adventure game oh my gosh there is are it? too many oh, maybe it was the expedition okay the expedition yeah is it that? is this one it is this yeah, one. yeah there it is yeah although you know what oh i look at this and i say that's awesome but did you ever uh-huh. see the vincent dutre um update art for Robinson Crusoe. Oh, um, I, I now nah, I'm gonna punch it up on my. All right, here it is, right here. I mean, yeah, better. Yeah, that's that's nice. Man, that's really we nice. just need to do a top three vintage trades because another one, his um, Tikal two, his cover for that is or how you spell Tikal? T i k a l, right? K a l. Yep, Tikal. Oh no, it's Roman numeral two. The Lost Temple. This is one. Oh, look at this one. Look uh, at this one. Look at this yeah. one. Um, with the, you know, with the, the stuff becoming you know, the eye and all that. Uh, Again, yeah. all the detail. The, yeah, that trick of the, the uh, subjects turning your back so you're pulled in. Yeah. Um, you know, the snakes coming in. This is one of my favorites, too. You know, the really sharp contrast of the, the cool greens and the bright oranges of the setting sun. I, I, this is yeah. another favorite of mine. Wow. Um, he's done a lot of... Wow, he's done a lot of cool I know, stuff. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why we have to limit wow. it to one. So tell you what, we we have to give one to him. Let's just go and look at Vincent Dutre. Wait, did he art. do role player? Did he do role? He did role player. No, he didn't. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm absolutely confident he did player. not. His Alexandria yeah, he was... cover art was fantastic. 
Um, yeah. Let's see. All right, let's, sort, let's sort by uh, rank. All right, the Robinson Crusoe. Oh, the new quest for El Dorado is really new, nice. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, our, a museum, too. Museum has some gorgeous art. Museum is his masterpiece because that's that, him doing like yeah. oh, like a hundred unique pieces, and they're all yes. on big. Oh, oh my Those God, are you big, right? Did he? Tarot sized card. See, I told you, role player. He was one of the artists there, right? Oh, he, but he must have done some of the art in the game. He did not. I mean, that cover is not his. That's not his cover. And neither yeah. is Elysium. That's not his. And neither is Pathfinder, that's the adventure card. So yeah. he's just, he's listed as a, an artist. I really love his Medici art, too. I love his Treasure Island art. Um, oh yeah! Oh, this detective one, City of Angels. It's very unlike what he normally oh, he does. Did that one it's, too? Oh my gosh! I know. Wow. I mean, that's. I mean, wow. so evocative, and his use of color is second to none. Yeah. But um, I'm kind of convincing myself his T call two is uh, my favorite of his. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. What? Canopy. I love Canopy. I did not know that was a Vincent Dutray game, and that art is gorgeous. All take right. a look at Canopy. Okay, so let's take one look at Museum really quick because this isn't just the for museum. the cover. This is a great yeah. cover. It is not his best cover, though. It's a bit busy. Canopy. Uh, yeah. You're right. I think I remember that that is... I um, didn't know that was a Vincent Dutre game. I love that game. I think yeah, it's a fantastic okay. two-player card game. Canopy. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. All right. There we go. Um, <laughs> Scythe, Canopy, and Mirmies. The three greatest board game cover arts of all time. Of all time. You heard it here first, folks. If uh, if you disagree, Ruel lives in Southern California. Go fight him. He's not that hard to find. (laughs) And we'll play some Bonanza. How about that? There you go. Yeah, challenge him to a game of Bonanza. Force him to as a to a uh, you know atone for his sins. All right. Cool. 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 That was good. Oh, you know what? Another one. Yeah, someone someone just Uh posted Abyss. Abyss is that that Abyss series? Oh my gosh great art oh, right those oh were amazing that is true who did abyss that was in um who, who did that i don't know um uh javier colette colette huh yep uh yeah yeah those are great the, yeah they are very striking that. yeah and within the game itself too the oh gosh yeah, yeah 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 but honestly yeah. i still like ours more i like our top three i, I would put our top three I, over I'm, abyss i like our top that. Three well. a good suggestion to be yeah. sure all right, I've got to mark some jobs well done. There goes our top three. Um, right, and there was... Right, so I've done our... Oh, my gosh, and Trivial Pursuits, while we've been doing this, have been coming in hard and fast. Okay, folks, Oh. last okay. week, JW requested a Trivial Pursuit. Let's pull up the wheel. Let's see if you get lucky this week. Do, okay. Do, do, spin the wheel, and i got to turn it on, then i got to come to this other page, and i got to wait for that page to load, oh, and then i got to scroll to the top of the page, and then I've got to hit the gets, or not get started, spin wheel button, which is just, up there we go. Here it comes. There we go. Who, what are we talking about today? Oh, I almost got away with Rotto. it. I could <laughs> only avoid it so long. So, hey, Ruel, what kind of trivia would you like? Well, come on. We, we've all been waiting for the story about how you got David Turchi into the uh, the industry. I'm right? afraid um, the the length of time that it has taken to get this uh, on the table has probably overblown it. It's not that big a deal. Um, okay. There, uh, I don't believe they're doing it anymore. But there, for a while, 
I think it ran for five or six years, was a yearly vacation package called Cardboard and Sun that you could go on. Uh, it, uh, you know, you, you sign up for it, and it was a week in beautiful Greek Isles at a wonderful, um, you know, uh, converted, uh, you know, bed and breakfasty type apartment complex kind of thing, where the owners were hardcore, really. Uh, mega board gamers, the 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 uh, the owners of this place, a couple of brothers, okay. and, and if I recall correctly, and um, so uh, there was this travel package you could go. You'd spend a week, you know, going on cruises and doing scuba dives and all kinds of stuff in the beautiful uh, Azure Aegean Sea, and then you'd go back and play a lot of games. And they had an amazing um, you know library, you know, absolutely fantastic destination getaway for a hardcore gamer. So, um, the uh, organizer of it asked me, hey, do you want to come to our first one, you and Jen, so you can record a video of it? And, uh, you know, and, you know, could we basically use it for advertising. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Let's totally do that. And we had a great time. And, unbeknownst to us, a young man named Dave Turchi decided, Rado's going to that. This is my chance. Dave was toiling away doing database programming in London, as I recall. But he had dreams, and he thought, this is it. I don't know how I could ever run into Rado, but if I go to this thing and pay a very high price, it was not a cheap vacation, oops, and there went my <laughs> ear, um, that I can meet Rado, and while we're doing it, maybe he'll play my prototype, and maybe he'll like it, and, uh, and, and maybe he'll make a video of it, and maybe that will get the eye of a, pro- of a, of a, you know, a, a publisher or something like that. And so anyway, I met Dave uh, and his then-girlfriend, and, you know, they were great. And, and it wasn't until almost the end of the entire convention that Dave ever mentioned anything. You know, he was just there playing games, and, oh, my gosh, he was a beast. Everything he played, he destroyed everybody at. He had this epic game of uh, Eclipse that he played with Tuco Tukalia, the designer of Eclipse. And if I recall correctly, he won. Um, wow. Yep. Wow. So he had a very good week. And near the end, he, um, so he kind of sheepishly said, Oh, hey, Richard, we're kind of buddies now, right? We've played some games. Would you be at all interested? And he opens up his trench coat in this game here. And um, it was it's his first published game. I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, redacted. It was Redacted. And um, I said, sure, 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 sure. But you know what? You don't want to talk to me. You want to talk to the guy who actually runs this whole thing because he's a board game publisher. He's the head of Ludi Creations. You didn't come here to meet me. The only reason you came here to talk to me was so that I could introduce you to Ludi Creations. And so Ludi uh, Creations head and me and Dave sat down and played it. We all agreed, wow, this is really cool. We actually didn't play it until I think the entire vacation was over. And we were waiting to get, um, we, we, we went back to Athens. We had one night in Athens while we were waiting for getting out of complaints. And we played it um, you know, in an apartment somewhere. And we all thought, yeah, this is really cool. And Ludi Creations went on and ultimately signed um, Redacted. Uh, ended up doing doing art by the Miko or the Micho before he was a big name. So it's one of uh, his early games. It's uh, Dave Turchie's first game. And again, the, you know, the joke is he thought I was going to make it happen, but all I did is say, don't t- talk to him. Go talk to that guy over there. He'll make your future, not me. Um, and so that's, that's the story of how I personally rocketed Dave Turchie to fame and stardom in the <laughs> board game universe. Wow. And it's thanks to you that uh, we have all these great games now from... Oh, yeah. That's a great story. That's that's cool. How long ago was this? This was... Uh, the, oh, actually, an easy way to do it. It'd be search for... Ra- or I'll do a search for Rotto Cardboard and Sand. Rotto Cardboard Sand. Let's see, because I put my video up when we got back home. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, not Cardboard and Sand. Cardboard and Sun, which is a bit more attractive. Uh, because mm-hmm. Sun isn't coarse and rough and gets 
you know, and I hate it. Uh, let's see. That was in June. So it was probably in the month of May 2013 that all this went down. Wow. And my gosh, if you wow. go back and look at this video, in the opening where I'm talking, look at this thing. Um, oh, you put on look how tan I am. Wow, look at that. Wow. Oh, yeah. This is me just got, you know, a few days back from Cardboard and Sun. As you can see, you... they definitely lived up to the sun. Yeah, wow, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> That's great. It looks like I'm wearing bronzer. <laughs> yep. Wow, tanned and relaxed. Oh, it. very, very, yeah. So uh, at that point then, did you did you have any idea of how his career would blossom? Oh, no, no, I mean, no, you, no, not at no, all. I mean, I thought, no, I mean, I oh, what is this? Oh, this is before I left, I think. Or wait, no, no, this oh, is something more, else. Oh, that's an update. Tan. Oh, and wait, something just happened. Tippy Baloo, what? thank you for resubscribing. Three months. Oh, Hopefully we do not let you down. All right. Where is it? Oh, this is the video I said I put up saying, hey folks, we're gonna go. Come and join. So that's the one that okay. got him. And then okay, this is right. How many times did I how many videos did I do about this thing? Okay, it must be this one. It must be the super bronze one for me getting back. Yeah. But this is not the actual video. I did a longer video where, you know, I, I have a video of all of us going down to the beach and playing games and all of that. I can't seem to find it. All I can find is this update. And this was before I would actually put links to other things in my uh, folders. All right. Anyway, though. But, yeah. It, okay. was, it was a great time. And, um, and that, that's what made Dave Turchy. I mean, is it unfair to call him a design superstar at this point? I, I, mean, I don't think it's unfair at all. He, yeah. yeah his, his name moves cardboard these days in no uncertain it, yeah. terms. They do. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, you, you obviously saw some talent back then. I mean, you, you saw... You oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you played it. Yeah. I mean, it is certainly not, um, you know, I mean, what he's gone on to do since then totally eclipses Redacted. Redacted's a right. really funky little game, I, I have to admit. It's really quite unlike anything else out there uh, because mm -hmm. we're a bunch of spies in an embassy you know, and kind of like a party at the beginning of tr or end of True Lies type thing. And we're all working okay. for different countries. And the thing is, I know what my country is, and I have no idea who any of the other players are. I don't know if you're on my team. I don't know if you're another, um, uh, you know, American spy who, or British spy who's working here. I don't know if you're working against me. And we're all zipping around from room to room, doing suspicious stuff, trying to avoid being detected. If I figure out that you're not on my team, I'm actively trying to get you caught. And then it turns out, oh, you were on my team the whole time. Why did you go to that room? <laughs> I was trying to throw other people off. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, cool. Yeah. Really, right. uh, it's a it's a cool game, and I th I think long yeah. forgotten. But um, yeah, for folks who it, it's basically you know there's a lot of those kind of you know hidden um, identity party game type things, but this yeah. one it's it's so um, it, it's so meaty. It is a it's one of those kinds of hidden deduction identity games for hardcore gamers, and that's a really okay. rare and unusual thing, and that's what really makes it yeah. stand out. Uh, you know, cool. a lot of people are like, what is this? This is way too complex. This is very hard. <laughs> you know, this isn't resistance. Um, right. I mean, this isn't a resistance next step. This is a resistance like, you know, five years later after you've been playing so many games. Yeah. Nice, nice. So we have you to thank for uh, Mr. Turchie's career then. There you go. Or, um, <laughs> Dave would never admit That's it. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he yeah. denies all of this, but I've got it on video, Dave. Um, and I, uh, I think I was significantly more tan than you. Uh, I think he spent more time <laughs> under the umbrella playing games than I did. Uh, when it was right nice, down nice. Cool. All right. Hey, okay, well, cool. so We've, that was a bunch good. of stuff. We still have more to do, but we got to get on with the show. The show must go yeah. on. So before we do that, go on. we need to give away... Azul, don't we? 
Let me yeah, get the that. Azul package from our friends at Floodgate Games. Yep. I believe. Or no, Plan B. Plan B Games. Plan B Games, thank you. Yes. Uh, Plan B was the, uh, uh, you know, did a, um, oh, what do you call it? The contest. And um, you know what? Somebody asked me recently, hey, when you actually do the drawing the next week, for those of us who couldn't find it, could you please tell us where the secret word was? <laughs> um, and first of all, folks, if you can't find it, Subscribe to the show or, you know, back me on Patreon and then direct message me and I'll just tell you where it is. So you can always enter without any stress of trying to find the secret word. But the secret word last week was potato. And uh, I said it in Railways of the World when I said words to the effect of, I don't even know what's in these cubes we're delivering. Are they meat? Are they potatoes? I don't know. And I just kind of dropped it (laughs) casually like that. I'd originally meant to say, you know, this is a real meat and potatoes kind of game. But, um... Uh, Whatever game I was going to say that for, I missed it. I'm like, ah, where am I going to put it? Okay, I'll just say the cubes have potatoes in them. That'll work. (laughs) All right, but anyway, uh, back to the browser. There's going to be one lucky winner of an Azul bundle. The game plus a very cool Azul mug. And that winner is... Menno Mix. Menno, congratulations. Well done. I will be in contact later, Menno. And uh, I will get your details, and uh, the stuff will be in the mail. Congratulations. All right. So, we, are, we need a new secret word. What is the secret word? Yeah, let's see. Uh, friends in chat, any um, ideas of what we can do for the secret word for the upcoming show here? Um, well, what did we talk about? We talked about um, board we game We ranked parts. a bunch of games. Ranked a bunch of games. Uh, let's wait for chat here. Any ideas, folks? A secret word that we can do for the contest in this show. Backerware, thank you for subscribing with Prime this very moment. That means, at the end of the show, if you didn't hear whatever our new secret word is, just whisper me directly in Twitch, and I'll just tell you. I have no secrets between... There's no secrets between me and you, Barkerware. We're ride or die together. Yes. Uh, let's see, we've got beans. <laughs> beans, yes. They are magical beans fruit. The good. more you eat, the more you toot. Where you toot? Uh, redacted. Okay, that'd be interesting. Mm. Ants. Oh, ants. Okay. Um, painter paints painting. Yeah, there's okay, a lot of talk about coloring painting. painting. Yep. Uh, penguin. Disco. Abyss. Dutre. Nature. Uh, I don't know. I, I sort of like beans. Can you work beans in? I mean, they would be a nice follow-up to potatoes. Yeah, I'm trying to think how can I... Uh, oh, my gosh. Beans. Uh, no. Let, let's see. Yeah, I'm I having can... a hard time, too. Yeah. Looking at, my, looking at mine. I could probably do painting or painter or paint. One of the forms of that word. I could, I could do it very easily, in fact. Although, yeah, here's the I deal. Could I could do it so easily that no one will even have to listen for it. They'll just look at what's... Oh, of course it's going to be that game. Uh, okay okay yeah then yeah that'd be a little too obvious (laughs) yeah okay uh let's see what else uh global the word should be shenanigans apparently uh says barkerware because we get up to all kinds of shenanigans oh oh oh, uh canvas might be a good one shamrock (laughs) shamrock would be funny nature artist um yeah i'm having a hard time we were all over the place yeah. There's no Schwarzenegger-esque thing. <laughs> oh, sun and sand. <laughs> uh, sand, I don't think I could do. Oh, come on. You can sand do it. Sun is too easy. I, 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 oh, you, you have a... Okay, I, yeah. I have one that's way too easy for sun. 
Everyone's talking about Dutre. Um, could we work in Dutre? I mean, uh, yeah, if we the talk about art name? on one of the games. Yeah. Uh, we would just compare art, right? Or talk about artwork or whatever. Oh, what about my gorgeous bronze tan, the goblin says. Oh, I sort of like that. Now, how can we tan? Not on my games. Nah. Yeah, we are we are showing a complete and total lack of creativity today, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, Come on, folks. Cruise? Cruise. Uh, I could maybe, I think I could do that. I could do sand, I think. And I could probably, I can do cruise. Then it's yours. Okay. Cause I don't want to okay. do it. It's hard. It. It's, it's so yeah, much more okay. folks. You don't know. I mean, for, I don't know about Ruel, but for me, it's like, oh, I got it written down on my list right next to the game I'm about to talk about in all caps so I don't miss it. But I'm thinking about it the whole way up and I'm like, oh, don't screw this up, don't screw this up. And, and it's only once yeah. I finally say it that I can relax. Same here. And <laughs> what I'm doing right now, I, I just typed it on my list and I just made the font bold in like 20, 20 size font. So I don't All right. It. So the secret word today, folks, is cruise. It will be stated cruise. by Mr. Ruel Gaviola. At a certain right. time and place. And uh, if you can't figure it out and you subscribe, or if you're a subscriber of the show, which means you have a little avatar running around on the bottom of the screen right now, or if you're a backer on Patreon, let me know and I'll tell you where it is. Because I guarantee you, I'll totally miss it. Um, it's so much nicer than <laughs> we made you folks having to start watch for it instead of us trying to pass it past each other. Why were we ever yep. doing that? That was so hard. <laughs> that was really that was freaking brutal. hard. <laughs> okay. So uh, again, since y'all are here for the pre-show, you get to you know that I'm going to be yeah. saying it. You know, no, uh, when you're watching on YouTube, you don't know which one is going to say it. So, but we will let you know the word is cruise. I'll be saying it, so pay attention, and then uh, we'll talk about how to do all the uh, the email stuff uh, during the show. All righty, okay. all righty, all righty. So, cool, cool, cool. Um, let's switch over the banner to now. Not pre-show. We're out of the pre-show. We're in the. Hey, everybody, did you know you can watch more of this show at rnr.com? The secret word is cruise. I've got that queued up, ready to put on screen. You can put your own words on screen. We checked that before we went live. And um, is there anything else we have to um, uh, uh, to hit? I don't think so. Uh, uh, our sponsor. So we got our sponsor. Yeah, oh, let, let me double check, make sure everything's right. Our sponsor this week is yep. Arcane Wonders. Um, and uh, I'll ask you what's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's uh, it's Four Seasons, which is such Gardens. a fantastic game. I cannot recommend it highly enough. I'm going to talk about it a bit, maybe play a quick hand. Although, man, we oh, went long again. Look, it's an hour. We've been an hour and ten minutes. Oh my gosh! Why? How what is happening? Do this again? We used to be really do good just... and keep the pre-show at around forty minutes. Yeah. Something is wrong. We're, we're going, like, it's over these an ranks. Hour now? I think I need to cut back on the number of ranks that can happen in a given episode. Yeah, they take yeah. a long, you know what long it is? time. Well, we we enjoy chatting that's all. yeah we do we, it's we true just enjoy it. yeah um so. okay oh and that top three yeah. was forever yeah that was a hard one if it had been 70s <laughs> yeah. show we would have been in and out of that in three minutes um well, yeah, it just exactly. would have been three minutes of us just like <gasps> childhood um and then we would have been done <laughs> oh uh, my gosh right. okay so yeah we're gonna have to uh let's tighten up the uh, time yes yeah okay so yeah I, I will try not to uh I'll, I'll, i mean this is such a great game okay so uh let me double check i've got this episode brought to you by Arcane Wonders. Hello, Ruel. Let's see here. What's on the overhead? Yep, it hasn't crashed. So that's all cool. Nice. Um, right. And are you... That's fine. The overhead's good. And I need the browser. Of course, we've been looking at the browser, so I'll be able to put the games on screen that we are talking about. And uh, yeah, I think everything's ready. <clears throat> so if you're ready, okay. spaghetti. I'm ready, spaghetti. All right, one last sippy sip. <clears throat> 
Mm. I just don't know if my throat will ever recover from board game, uh, from board or Dice Tower West. Okay. You so. don't drink tea, huh? You don't do tea. No, but I, you know, Jen does yeah. a lot of tea, and so she'll make me a nice warm honey tea. I, I need to have her uh, do that again because yeah. I, that, I, that I clearly need it. Throat. I clearly need it. Yeah. Okay, folks. Okay. Here we go. Time for the show. All right. And thanks for uh, sticking with us, everybody. I hope you're having a good time. All right. Uh, during the show, we will not be talking with you. We will not be checking the chat. We're just trying to get through the show, and we'll catch you on the other side. Okay. <clears throat> hey, everybody. This week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Arcane Wonders. And hello, Ruel. How are you, sir? Good, Richard. How's it going? It's going okay. I uh, am doing all right. I still haven't quite recovered from Dice Tower West convention last week. Uh, my my voice is on the edge, but hopefully we'll be able to continue our soon-to-be award-winning uh, top 100 games of all time list, I am sure. The definitive yeah. list that nobody else can touch. It's been pretty good so far, and I am really excited about what I'm talking about this week. What about you? So am I. Um, it just all the games we've talked about so far, all rock solid picks, and I don't think anyone can fault any of the games that we put on there because, again, like you said, this is the definitive list and uh, just some awesome games. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to be talking about today as well. Cool. All right. But before we get to that, do you have a question for me? I do, and I was just about to say it, but uh, you beat me to it. Really, you know, nothing but the smoothest segues uh, on the internet, folks. Hey, yep. Richard, what's going on on the t- uh, table there? I see this like really cool pagoda thing happening there. What is that? I'm glad you asked, Ruel. This is the wrong button I just hit. This is the correct <laughs> button. Look, it's Four Seasons from sponsor of the show, Arcane Wonders. And I got to say, this is probably my favorite game from Arcane Wonders, period. I absolutely adore this game. Um, both for the components. This is a, um, a goods harvesting and then convert, you know, fulfilling resources to score points kind of game. And the way it works is, on your turn, you've always got five cards in your hand. And these are sweet, sweet multi-use cards. Absolutely love them. You can use them, um, put them into play, so that you can start working on a beautiful bit of scenery that you're trying to create artistically. Or you can use them to do all kinds of different special powers. Most commonly, manipulating this tower. Or you can use them to convert, to get the resources from the power to tower to your build site. So like if this were my first turn of the game, I might look at this and say, hey, you know what? Okay, I've got two of the three orange cards I need to make the beautiful um, orange uh, segue, which is worth a certain amount of points. So I might want to go for those. On your turn, you've got three actions. So you might have an action to say, hey, put a card into play, right? So now I am working on completing this. I need some uh, lumber. I need some green, some uh, some uh, greenery. And I might say, oh, you know, these two work together. Let's say this is my second of three actions. And now to actually build these, I need one of each resource. How do I get those resources? The beautiful, beautiful tower. Let me show you the tower from a different angle because it's so awesome. This thing rotates on multiple levels and it determines what it is you're going to be able to harvest when you do what I'm about to do. I just randomize things. You normally don't get to do this in game. Uh, Let's come back to the overhead view. And so, what do I need? I need one of everything. And let's say the tower is looking at me like this. Which means, I have the option to get some stone, and then some water, and then maybe some grass. Or or to come from the bottom up, I could get wood, and then grass, and uh, water, and then stone. But how do I get them? I might play... Well, actually, interestingly, all three of these cards have the same function. But let's say I had this card instead. 
I might play this card that says, hey, first, rotate the tower from the bottom and then take everything from the top down. Or this one says, rotate the tower from the second one up and then take everything from the bottom up. And I think this one makes sense. Now, by playing this card, I'm giving up the ability to make this green landscape. And that's not good, because I can see there's a green landscape over here. There's a green landscape over here. I might want to do a bunch of set collection and get all these. But you have to make tough choices. I say, I'm going to discard this card to rotate the tower from the second level, like that, and then start collecting from the bottom up. So what do I get? I get one wood which is what I need, I get one um, greenery, and then I get two water. Now, unfortunately, it would have been perfect if there had been one water here, because then I would have gotten one water and one stone. I would have had everything I needed. But that's my turn. My turn is over. On a future turn, uh, you know, because after my turn's over, I say, oh, look, okay. Let's go on ahead and um, refill. I'll grab th- both these greens so I can start trying to make a green. Oh, and then there's the other orange I need for the end of this. That is literally the one I want. Um, but let's say now on a future turn, you know what? I don't really care about working on this brown one. So I'm not going to use it to have a new work shite. I'm not going to use it to harvest stuff. I'm going to use it for the wagon. And that means I get to transfer stuff. And I transfer, and I transfer, and I transfer, and I was almost efficient enough. I almost got all four things done. But as it is, I got three things done. This is now built. It was a purple, so I move forward on the purple scoring track, and you want to move forward on all of these tracks. It's hugely important that uh, you do, because if one player really masters one and gets to where the 10 and then keeps on going, your other stuff starts falling backwards as I keep pushing, and you could actually even get pushed off the board. So you've got the strategy of trying to go for one color and outpace everybody or, you know, divide and conquer. Have a lot of different colors depending on what it is you're trying to build. But then, of course, you're also trying to create the entire landscapes. And this game is absolutely phenomenal. I cannot stress just how much fun it is. I mean, just this is fun by itself. You know, playing the cards, trying to manipulate it so you're going to get the right stuff you need. Or, if you don't like what you get, you can also be manipulating it to make sure the next player in turn order will, hey, here's what you've got. Are you happy with that? I don't think so. Uh, So you've got that kind of stuff. Because, hey, there are even blank spaces that, um, you know, oh, I don't get hardly anything. But who cares? Maybe all I wanted was three lumber and a stone. And if I build from the top up, this is exactly what I wanted. But the multi-use cards, are great. I always love that. The coolest thing about this game, though, is the really strict, harsh restriction. You can only hold four things at any given time. And so you're, although you can expand that with a power up to hold five things, and it's all about working with incredibly tight constraints, constantly sacrificing awesome cards to do other things so that you can master the uh, four gardens and come out victorious. And oh my gosh, I just love it. Look at this, Pico. It's so easy to put away, too. It's just, you know, they come apart. Uh, You don't have to take these apart or anything. Everything about this game is fantastic. I absolutely adore it. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, our, our sponsor this week is Arcane Wonders. But regardless of that, you can go back and watch my original run-through I did years ago. This was one of the best games I played the year it came out. Absolutely a blast. Yeah, All right. It's a wonderful game. As you can see, look over my shoulder here. I Ooh. still have my copy as well. Michelle and I absolutely love Four Gardens. Um, you know, we, we saw that Pagoda at first. We thought, okay, it's a nice little gimmick. No, it's an integral part of the game. Like, mm-hmm. Just figuring out that puzzle of where you're going to turn it. And like you said, oh, I've got to give up this card, which I don't want to do, but I need these resources right now. They're in the perfect position or whatever. So, yeah, fantastic game. One of our favorites. And, yeah, it's still on my shelf for a good reason. That is wild. We did did not coordinate this. You didn't know I was going to be talking about Four Gardens not today. You had no idea. That's yeah. just on your wall because you love it. Um, yep. Well, you know what, folks? 
you might soon love it as well because one of you lucky viewers is going to get a chance to win a copy of Four Gardens uh, sent to you by Arcane Wonders. And uh, how do they win, Ruel? How you win, folks, is you're going to watch the show and one of us is going to say the secret word at some point during the show. And what you're going to do is take a note of what game we're talking about when we see the secret word. And you'll send us secret word, which, as you can see down there, is Cruise. Cruise. Uh, when one of us says Cruise, you will send the name of the game, not Cruise, the name of the game, to an, uh, in an email to rado, contest at rado.com. So, again, the name of the game that we're talking about that time, contest at rado.com. And you will be entered to win um from our sponsors arcane wonders yeah i can't i mean uh if i didn't already have one i'd be very jealous that one of you is going to win and i wouldn't have it but i mean just absolutely adore this game this one is not leaving our shelves ever i don't think yep. such a great game That's it's right. a little on the abstract side but it's just so it's so deceptively uh simple it, it seems oh yes. you just play you just play three cards i mean but oh wow it, great great stuff so one lucky winner listen for one of us to say the word cruise and then as real said right down at the bottom contestatraw.com send that email out and we will do a drawing a week from today so you have until march 22nd to get your entry in if you're watching this on march 23rd i'm sorry I still recommend the game highly, though. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe better luck next time. But uh, that is it, folks. We have uh, you know gotten business out of the way, and so now we can go to pleasure. We are continuing yes. our top one hundred. Are you ready, Ruel? How's it looking for you? I am ready. It's looking great, and um, I'm good to go. All right, and we're doing seventy to sixty-nine, I believe. Now is that correct? Or sixty-one? Is that where we 70 are? Seventy to sixty-one. Yes, we are. Yes. Yep. So. We, we're about a third of the way in, and we're going to start things off with 70. Um, I'll put that on the screen here. Please Our number 70 game of all time, uh, top 100 games, is... And oh, why didn't this... Oh, I got to press the button. That's what I got to do. That'll do it uh, every time. That's, that's, that's how we roll. Okay. Our number 70 game of all time is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. QE, Quantitative Easing. So QE oh. from Board Games... BoardGameTables.com. Now, you have a little funny look on your face. It's I'm very so, interested to hear about this. This is a three-player minimum game. So it's uh, three-player minimum games yes. generally don't come across gens in my table too often. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm wrapped with attention. Why is this one of the greatest games of all time? One of the greatest games because, Richard, I'll tell you this, it is the greatest auction game out there. Wow. Ever. And we just had a fantastic one. Uh, you mentioned Raw by Reiner Canizia, one of my all-time favorites. Yep. QE takes it up another level, and here's why. Okay. QE, it's a it's a um, economic term based called quantitative easing. It's um, so I don't know anything about economics. All I know is how to barely balance my checkbook. But <laughs> there's this there's this uh, thing about where countries will print their own money, and there's a way to you know battle inflation and so forth. This is a game of your different countries trying to uh, grab different industries. And you're going to do that by bidding uh, on the different industries. Now, here's the thing that makes this so interesting. Richard, you have absolutely no limit to what you can bid. If you want to bid a dollar, that's fine. If you want to bid a billion dollars, that's fine. Because you're the head of the country. You're the head of the treasury. You're printing your own money. So whatever you want to bid is what you bid. And then you go through the rounds, and what you're trying to do is bid on the different industries. And at the end of the game, it's a little bit of set collection. And here's the really cool twist, which I think Mr. Kinesia or Dr. Kinesia would rec um, really, really enjoy, is mm -hmm. the player who's spent the most money has automatically bankrupted their country. They automatically lose. Oh, so it's the next person 
who will be the winner. Wow. The next person up. Yeah, so it's absolutely fantastic. Um, the, it was a huge hit with my gaming group, and it's one of those games that gets better as you play it with the same group, because then all of a sudden it's all this meta that starts going mm -hmm. on. It's like, oh, Ruel's playing. We all know he's going to uh, bid you know, $3 billion on this thing. Oh, it's like, oh, my buddy Daryl's playing. We know he's going to bid like a thousand on this. So it's got a lot of meta gaming going on. Um, it's just, gosh, just that, just that simple touch of, you could bid whatever you want. It's just so awesome. And uh, that's why it's our number 70 game of all time, QE. It makes sense. I remember now, I didn't remember the name of it, but I remember Tom Vassell talking about this and raving uh, about it. And this has yeah. always been one of those, uh, if I ever get a chance to play some three-player minimum games, this is definitely on my list, and you have just cemented it. This is the first time I ever heard yeah. about that. Yeah, just bid whatever you want. Bid $5 billion. That's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll raise you. I'll see you $6 billion. Um, yeah. it's just yeah. That's <laughs> mind-blowing to me. Um, yeah. what, what it's so funny. Like, There's games where I've played where, like, you know, We've spent like a total of like 120,000. Then there's other games where we played, we, it's like 26 billion. You know, it's just, it's so crazy and so huge ranging. Um, but yeah, you know, now I think about it, I, I'm kicking myself because this would have been perfect to play at Dice Tower West with you. You know, three player yes. minimum. We could have easily gotten a game together. And Come on, man. It was I on your list. Copy. I didn't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but it is a uh, just an awesome game, and that's why it's ranked so highly. Uh, number seventy QE. Oh man, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. It's interesting too. Like I said, I mean, I'd put Raw uh, in, in the nineties of our list, and Raw is a tough act to beat. But that sounds really freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and as much as I love Raw and Doctor Kinesia, this one I think it's it's a purer form of auction. Yeah, I think. Yep. Um, but, cool, cool, yeah. cool. All right, well, that was our number 70, and I like it a lot, but not as much as I like our number 69, Circle the Wagons. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know you are a fan of this publisher. Am I right? Yes. Button Shy is the jam. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, they are a publisher that specializes in basically micro games. Games that you can literally put in your wallet or your back pocket. They even have this special packaging thing. It's not a box. It's more like a, a soft wallet-like container. So you can just take these games and bust them out anywhere. I have played several of their games. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, this is their best. It is a brilliant... Um, oh, what's it called? I don't think there's a term for these kinds of card games where you're, you're drafting cards and then laying them down on top of other cards cards beneath other cards to try to create patterns i like to call it like card patchwork or something like that because you're like or quilting like you're putting all these pieces together and um what you do is as is often the case with button shy games you set up the game by shuffling up your what i think it's 18 cards 16 or 18 cards draw three of them and flip them over those become the unique objective combination of stuff you have to do this game which is brilliant of itself because there's so many different objectives you'll never play the same game of this twice then you start playing and this is a two-player game i believe there's solo rules as well but I've only played it two-player with my wife. And it's a time track game because I can see, oh, um, you know, uh, a, 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 a minor cards are really important this turn. And there aren't very many of them amongst the remaining cards. Oh no, what am I going to do? Well, you can just go ahead and grab any card that's literally uh, circling the main portion of the board. It's the uh, circle of the circling of the wagons. It's like all the wagons have uh, arrayed themselves around the three objectives uh, at the start. So um, you can go ahead and grab anyone you want. But every card you skip over that um, to get the one that's perfect for the scoring you're giving to your opponent and so uh, the tension in this game is so high of constantly trying to figure out 
Uh, how bad do I want this? How much will it hurt me if, Ruel, I give you these three particular cards so I can grab that fourth card? I can't do it. But if I jump two, then I know you're going to go on ahead and grab that. And we can both see how important it is. And this game takes 10 minutes. And it's just nonstop agonizing tension from start to finish as you're slowly building up. You know, you can't necessarily achieve all three objectives, but you can see what I'm going for. I can see what you're going for. There are no secrets in this game, and it's absolutely brilliant. Super lightweight, super... I mean, I guess maybe it's kind of a shame that you can't play it at higher player counts. It's not a problem for me in Gen. Uh, and as I understand it, it's a very satisfying solo game as well. So, number 69 on the list. Uh, one of the many, many greats from Button Shy Games... Circle the Wagons. Yeah, uh, brilliant, brilliant game. I love all their designs. And like you said, for a 10-minute game, it packs such a huge punch. And I, mm -hmm. I absolutely love all their games. I, I think, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Danny Devine might be one of the designers of Circle the Wagons. And he's done a bunch of great stuff, including uh, uh, Sprawlopolis, Agropolis, which are also Button yep. Shy games. So good. And yes, super puzzly. And oh my gosh, I, I love Button Shy games. Great all choice. Right. All right. Very nice. Okay, but let's move on to our number 68 game. Let's do that. Uh, this one, I feel like this is a little of an underrated game, and I, I'm glad to see it on the list at number 68. It is Ethnos. Uh, this is Yes, Ethnos from Simon uh, or Kaman or Cool Mini or not, whatever you want to call them, whatever they're going by these days. This surprised me because it, uh, this really called for, I feel like, uh, it called for like all the miniatures that Cool Mini Not usually does, and they they decided to go away from that and just give us a map with like these little tokens. But the gameplay is awesome. I describe it as Ticket to Ride meets Blood Rage. You take those <laughs> two things, mash them together, and you got Ethnos because the gameplay is so streamlined. You're just drawing cards like Ticket to Ride. You're drawing and uh, trying to play sets of them, and whatever set you play, you're going to go and invade that area. Uh, this is an area majority game, so yes, there is conflict. So this is not, yeah. you know, a peaceful uh, a game. You are fighting over these uh, different areas, but it's done so brilliantly. You're again, you're adding all these cards, you're playing them. Each little tribe that you play can will score uh, points depending on how many you do, and then the different tribes have different abilities yeah. and scoring mechanisms. It's so brilliantly done, and it's so quick to play. And it's one of those, I would consider it a gateway plus game. because Gateway because it's easy to learn, but then plus because there's a lot more strategy and depth to it than you think um, it is uh, that it would have. And also because all the different factions, there's plenty in the game. I think there's like a dozen. You only uh, you randomly like pick six of them and play the game. You do three ages. You score up who has the most points, who has the most area, and that's your winner. Ethnos, always wonderful. And here's a great thing about it. It plays well at two. I obviously I like it better at higher player counts. It plays up to six players, mm -hmm. and I've never had a game longer at six players than maybe like 60, 70 minutes. Wow. It's it's snappy and quick. So if you have one of those like you know game nights where you have a few more players than usual, Ethnos is a winner. That's why it's our number sixty eight game. Yeah, yeah. I have never heard anything but rabid praise for this game. And it's interesting you said right up front that it kind of flies under the radar. I think this game makes pretty much everybody's uh, you know, top 10 overlooked, right? Yeah. Beca and it's because, yeah. yeah, this is not what you expect from Simon. And it's really interesting mm -hmm. that Cool Mini or not, you know, they're known for something and they really... 
what can you say, exercised restraint in a way that they have yeah. never done before. Uh, because, yeah, right. this could totally be full. I mean, it could have been a bigger map with cool miniatures and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Now, to be fair, um, one thing I've always salivated over is the art on the cards from uh, John Howe, who is like the premier Tolkien Lord of the Rings artist. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. you know, he did all the the concept art for the movies and whatnot. So uh, it's uh, you know, the board itself is a little plain, but they did not um, yeah. go cheap on the art at all. Uh, so yeah. good choice. That is definitely. I mean, Thanks. obviously, I'm not an area control kind of guy, but this does feel like one of those you know bucket list style games that you gotta play it. Bef- um, you know, be- before you shuffle off this mortal this cardboard coil that we find ourselves definitely. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, highly recommend. Okay, good right. call. Um, yeah, um, you are definitely coming at me with stuff that I must play in a big, big way yeah. today. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, um, uh, the number 67 on the list, I think is definitely a must play as well. Although it's going to be harder for most folks to do it because number 67 is Glory to Rome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. uh, yep, yep, yeah. yep. And of course, the uh, Glory to Rome is arguably the greatest modern designer card game there is. From uh, designer Carl Shuttuck, uh, originally published by Cambridge Game Factory. And um, the problem is, it is long out of print. Long, 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 long out of print. And um, the rights for it are all kinds of tied up, and publishers for years have been lining up around the block saying, look, we want you to reprint this game and give it a lavish reprint with art from you know Vincent Dutre or somebody like that. And we just... Uh, the uh, it's, it, Nobody can get their hands on it, and it's such a shame. Uh, it is a grail game for so many players, and I will never get rid of my copy I've got. But what is it? Well, it is set in ancient Rome and uh, we are trying to rebuild the city after catastrophe and uh, it's uh, this is interesting these days we've had recently you know a few years ago terraforming Mars and then more recently Ark Nova and it's like there's this rise of the gigantic brick of cards all of them unique <laughs> all of which do amazing things you never know what you're going to get every time you play glory to Rome started that that's uh, what yeah. Glory Room is. It's just full of amazing cards that all do such a wide variety of stuff. Every time you play, you're going to get a different experience. But this is also the granddaddy of multi-use cards. Nobody does it better than Glory to Rome. Because every card, you can tuck it under your board on the left, and that means it is a patron who will do work for you. You can tuck it under the um, b- bottom of your board, and it becomes resources that you can use to build buildings. You also need to um, use these buildings for foundations to build other buildings. And cards that you don't use end up going into a common pool in the center of the board that other players can grab stuff from. So the level of interactivity in this game is super high, super interesting, because this is also a game where, hey, when I decide I'm going to do a crafting action, if somebody else at that moment has a craft card in their hand, they can say, oh, look, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to do it too. So you're really invested in every player's turn. Um, players are constantly you know, creating the resources 
resources you need to pursue your own goals. And every time you play, there's such a huge variety of cards that you will be exposed to as you are racing to uh, find Glory to Rome. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, one of the best card games of all time, and one of the great tragedies of the board game industry that it is all but impossible to get your hands on these days. I thought about not putting it on the list, quite frankly, because it felt like it was kind of cruel, but I, I can't deny it's great. Uh, glory to Rome. Yeah. And Rome demands yeah. wood. <laughs> as an <example. laughs> Yeah, I mean, regardless of the uh, print status, it's still, you know, a, a, one of the greatest games of all time. And from what I understand, like the the rights to it are never going to get resolved. Yes, um, I think apparently. it's just like a bitter, yeah, bitter battle. And it's just one of those things that will never be reprinted. Yeah. But, you know, luckily there, there are, you know, if you're willing to pay the big bucks, they are out there. And um, luckily, like for myself, someone that doesn't have the budget to get his own copy, I have friends that have copies that I can easily access. So yep. that's the lesson, folks. If you can't buy it, then make friends. Make friends. Who, who have Somebody out there has got it. <laughs> yep. Great call. Uh, awesome choice for number 67. Right. But let's move on to number 66. This Let's. is another game that will probably surprise you. It surprised me because as I was ranking my games, I was, I was surprised like how this one kept going up and up on my list. Mm. It's Trains Rising Sun. Oh my now, gosh. Really? Yeah, I that's that's what I thought too and I, I kept coming up and it, because it's a wonderful game. We just talked about Ethnos that was a mash of Ticket to Ride and um Blood Rage. Trains is a mashup of Ticket to Ride and Dominion. Mm -hmm. It's a deck building game, but it's got a board. And as you play along here, you are building uh, uh, train routes uh, in Japan. And uh, it's, you know, you try to connect these different stations and you're building it using uh, uh, your deck uh, that you've created. And what's really interesting too is that they have this, I, I forget, I think it's called trash or garbage or whatever that clogs your deck. So, yes. you know, as you're building these things, you are generating garbage and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, and you need to get it out of your deck because it's clogging up. So I think it's a really interesting way to do that. Um, like tick or like uh, Dominion, you have the standard decks. Um, it's, I mean, it's literally the first game trains is literally all the Dominion stuff transferred over into a train theme. Yeah. But Rising Sun takes it to the next level where it adds some special um, uh, train uh, trains uh, that are different than the uh, base game and also different um, uh, abilities and I think goals as well. You want to connect certain routes. Uh, Michelle and I love this game at two players. Now, here's the thing. It, it can be a little cutthroaty. Uh, it yes. can be a little mean. Uh, but you play more players, it's a little less that. But we still really enjoy it. I think a lot of it's because we loved our trip to Japan. And, you know, as we're oh, traveling sure. on, yeah, as we get on there, we just think of the times when we're in Tokyo and we would um, cruise from one station to another on these trains and, you know, Shibuya and also, you know, uh, Mitaka and so forth. Um, it's a wonderful mashup of uh, two of my favorite things, Ticket to Ride and Dominion. That's why it's our number 66, Trains Rising Sun. An excellent, excellent choice. And I believe this is the game where the world first really became aware of Japanese designer Hisashi Hiyashi, right? Might yeah. not have been his first yeah. published design, but this is the one that put him on the map. And, you know, he Absolutely. has been nothing but a design superstar ever since then with, you know, Yokohama and so many other great games. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, this is the answer to the question. Well, I really like Dominion, but I wish it was a board game. And yeah. it's surprising just how great a board game Dominion can be. I completely yeah. agree. Good, yeah. good call. Good call. Thank Definitely. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that was uh, number 66. Um, yeah. And all right. 
It's interesting. You're right to say it's a surprise, but it shouldn't be. It's so good. I wonder if this yeah. is one of those ones that everybody just takes for granted. Oh, yeah, that was really good. You know, but it's just... Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I think part of it, too, I really wish AEG would have, like, really pushed it. Like, I felt like they released trains, they did Rise and Sun, they sort of, like, just, okay, that's it. I feel like they really could have made a push for it, but, you know, it is what it is. Maybe it just didn't sell as as well as they Maybe. thought it would. But I mean, they I, did the expansion. Uh, yeah, you know what they need to do? Game. They need to get John D. Claire to do a <laughs> new updated design of it in the Cubitos yeah. um, uh, universe. <laughs> and <laughs> it'll blow up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, uh, an excellent choice. Man, I haven't thought about that game for years, but you're right. Just thinking about it and looking at it makes me want to play it again. But not as much as number 65 on the list, The Loop. Oh my goodness, I love The Loop so much. Um, One of the best new cooperative card games to come out in years. Uh, Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, it it definitely has kind of a pandemic-inspired vibe. This is, I like to think of them as firefighting games. Because, hey, we're running around a map trying to deal with all kinds of problems that are propping up while also keeping in mind that there's some big overarching goal we're trying to do. Very much like um, uh, a pandemic. In this game, we are time travelers who are trying to stop the nefarious Dr. Fu or Dr. Foe, depending on what uh, area of the world you live in, because uh, it got a rename when it came to the States. But either way, he's an evil time traveler trying to destroy the fabric of space-time, and at the center of the board is his time machine, which is a cool little little miniature cube tower. And whenever he acts, what he does is he rotates that, and you can see there are three ramps that anything that drops in will come randomly out, and so every once in a while he does bad stuff, and you've got to get these evil space-time continuum rip... Uh, 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 cubes, drop them in, and you hope and pray, oh, please let them go down the right ramp. If they go down the center of the left ramp, everything is destroyed. (gasps) Okay, okay, okay. And, and, and there's so much really interesting long-term planning in this game um, because, you know, that's what we're trying to clean up. All these cubes. He's literally spewing all over the board, ripping up all the different, um, you know, eras of time. You know, the age of industrialization, the, uh, the age of the information age, the bronze age, and all of that. And each player is a member of an elite time-traveling squad. Each of us have our own superpowers uh, that we can use all the time. But more importantly than that, we also have a hand of cards, all these different artifacts that we can find scattered throughout history that make us progressively more and more and more powerful. And uh, everything about this game is absolutely phenomenal. I think what really stands out for me um, more than so many games of its ilk is you can so clearly see what is going to be happening, what you have to plan for, what the immediate threat to this game is. That's not to say there aren't random cards that get drawn and will surprise you and whatnot, but you know where Dr. Fu is going to strike X. You know what you have to do this round clean up because there's a one in three chance or a one in two chance or a one in five chance that things will blow up on you and can you afford to take those risks but all that aside the most impressive thing about this is those artifacts i was talking about they all have different suits on them that represent i don't know vortices and warps and stuff like that And while you're building your deck of special powers you're getting, you kind of want to get them all from the same suit. Because one of the things you can do on your turn is, after you've played all your cards and used all their special powers and all that, you can trigger a loop. Which means you get to untap all the cards of one of those suits and activate them again. This will cost you resources that you need for other stuff. But when you pull off a perfectly timed double or even triple turn, where you loop and then loop again, 
Uh, it is one of the most satisfying feelings you are ever going to have in all board gamedom. Uh, all the variety of all the objectives you have to do, all the different stuff Dr. Pooh's going to... The game comes with, I think, like three or four different um, scenarios that add extra type um, you know, devices that Dr. Fu or Foe throws at you. Everything about this game is fantastic, including a wickedly... Um, genuinely funny sense of humor if you like time travel puns which it turns out Jen and I do so um, that plus everything else puts it on the list at number 66 or I'm sorry uh, 65 the loop yeah fantastic choice and again this was not planned but if you look over oh my gosh here, is it happen again look what I have on the shelf there it wow. is absolutely wonderful love the loop uh, as you said, one of the best co-op games released in years, and uh, for all the reasons you said, uh, just wonderful. And it's uh, like I'm glad you mentioned the humor because there was a lot of funny little uh, time travel puns in there. And, yep, uh, folks will enjoy that there in that. But let's move on to our number uh, 64 game. Yes, do it. Uh, this one um, we're going to travel back a little bit in time here, about uh, 30 years, 40 years ago, <clears throat> back to the 70s. Number 64 is Watergate. This is a two-player game based on the Watergate incident back in the 70s, uh, President Richard Nixon, and blah, 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 blah. What it is, basically, friends, is Twilight Struggle Light. That's the way I describe it. Uh, it's got a very similar um, card play mechanism. And hey, look at that. Look at those two fine gentlemen playing the game there in the video. <laughs> That's Shay Parker and yours truly, Ruel Capula, uh, playing it uh, when I first joined the channel. I I adore this game, and Michelle and I really got into the history of the game. There is It's based on actual history, all the events, as you can see there. Uh, you can see Shay playing a card there. Uh, what it is, it's a tug-of-war. Uh, you're trying to bring momentum to your side in order to... Um, you know, uh, win for your side. Basically, it's either the Nixon administration uh, or the press. One side or the other is going to win. The press is trying to take down Nixon. Nixon is trying to uh, weasel his way out of um, his uh, his just desserts. And um, one of you is going to win. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's a tug of war. Whoever gets uh, the most, I think it's um, uh, influence, not influence, but um, uh, momentum on their side to complete their goals is going to win. And you can see there, you see the, uh, it's uh, it's like a little bit of route building or network mm -hmm. connections where you're trying to connect the evidence to Nixon. And there's ways that you can do that as the press, uh, as you play cards. But then Nixon has his uh, uh, allies as well. You can play his cards, you know, so-and-so might flip or whatever, and you can block uh, access to that. So, oh, it's a wonderful game, yeah. a very tense and very quick. It plays between 30 and 45 minutes. And um, it, that's why it's our number sixty-four, the wonderful Watergate. I, you know, I agree. If 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 Ruel has piqued your interest about this at all, I strongly suggest do a Google search for Rado Watergate. Uh, you will not find anything illicit there. Instead, you will find that run-through where Shay and Ruel faced off. It's a quick forty-five-minute-long video, and you played all the way to the end, and it was nail-biting right up to the end. I will not spoil who won, but oh yeah. man, if that video does not um, identify and articulate just why this game is so beloved among two-player head-to-head gamers yeah, yeah 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 good call fantastic game all right all right i like it um yeah of course i'm just gonna like these things more and more as we go because these are the yep. best games of all time as we clearly stated right up front and i think we are delivering <laughs> folks including with uh number 63 on the list jump drive and now I, I probably have a little bit of egg on my face because I just finished talking about Glory to Rome, which is widely considered to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, designer card games of all time. 
I put jump drive over Glory to Rome. <gasps> yes! And nice thing is, Glory to Rome is easy to get. It's not hard out of place to get. This is basically, uh, you could call it Race for the Galaxy Express. Uh, it, it captures all the, you know, the really fun, nail-biting, intense decisions of, I got a handful of all these really great galactic empire-building cards, but if I want to play this particular one, I got to trash these other ones. I don't want to trash anything. I need all of these cards. They're all amazing. Um, you know, which again is the uh, the uh, the race for the galaxy formula. What this game does, though, to jump drive and, and make us go at super duper speed is it drops the uh, the playing cards to trigger actions that everybody else follows. This game is just to the metal. You are trashing cards to play other cards. Those cards either give you immediate benefits or ongoing benefits for the rest of the game. And it is rare that you will find a game that has compounding rewards as fast as this game. This game generally takes like four, five, or six rounds and it's over. And you know, at the end of the first round, everybody looks around and says, oh, I made one space buck. I made two space bucks. That last round, I made 70 space bucks. You know, and (laughs) boom, I just won the game. Well, I made 75. You know, I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. The satisfaction you get as it just ramps up quicker and quicker and quicker. I totally forgot to put it on the screen. Sorry about that, folks. Um, Oopsie. I was just so excited about this game. I forgot to do my job (laughs) and actually show what it looks like. But yeah, uh, trash cards, play cards. Everybody reveals cards at the same time. Uh, This is arguably a very multiplayer, solitaire type game. A lot of people will argue that's why it's not as interesting. But I've never really... uh, I mean, honestly, the game is so fast... There's no time to worry about what everybody else is doing. You are just going from zero to hero faster than just about any other game that the uh, modern designer card game uh, industry has ever seen. And it's so satisfying. And like its predecessor, Race for the Galaxy, another thing I've always loved is, after it's over, I still feel like I've told a story. A little story in miniature of a galactic civilization that grew pursued certain things, decided, oh, that's not working, let's pivot and do this other thing. And I always just love that I, I feel like I've been part of a vast, uh, you know, uh, Dune-style epic that just happened to play out in 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, it's appropriately named. I mean, this is such a warp speed, fast game. Jump Drive uh, is so satisfying, so much fun. Um, it's number 73 on the list. I... I fully agree with you. I think this game... You know, I wish I would have learned this game before I learned Race for the Galaxy and Roll for the Galaxy. Really? Because it was a... Because when I learned uh, Roll for the Galaxy, that was the first one I learned. It was early in my... You know, when I got into board gaming. And just the iconology and everything else, it was a little overwhelming for me as a new player. This is the one I would introduce to new players, right? Because, number one, um, it doesn't have as many icons that you need to learn. But number two, like you said, it's so snappy and quick. It's so satisfying. Like, within... Ten five minutes, you're like, oh, all right, here's my engine. I'm getting everything going. Then five minutes later, oh, we're done. Uh, you know, who won? <laughs> you know, and it's like, and then, but it's it's cool. Like you said, you can tell your little mini story, and then as as ha- always happens with this type of game, let's play it again. You know, yeah. you you will definitely play it once, twice, maybe three times in a session. Absolutely love it, and a great choice for number 63, my friend. Jump yep. drive. Excellent, well excellent, excellent. I'm glad you okay. agree. And now, if you just don't like the spacefaring theme, there's an alternative. From the same designer, Tom Lehman, one of the greats of modern board game design, The previously he had done a different uh, themed game called The City. 
And it's the yes. same basic idea. You're trashing cards to play other cards. You're building up really fast. That game uh, focuses more on resource generation, whereas uh, Jump Drive focuses more on card combo stuff. But if you would prefer like a modern day setting, check out the city. If you love sci-fi, though, you can't go wrong with Jump Drive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually the one Michelle prefers. She, uh, she likes the city, and we, mm. we play it every now and then. Yep, it, yep. It's, it's wonderful. Yep. All right, so great choice. Let's move on to our number 62 game. Let's do it. Another one that's that may be surprising to some people, but number 62 is The Godfather, Corleone's Empire. Oh, my gosh, really? Godfather. Yes. So this is, this is interesting. I felt like this game was overhyped when it first came out, but then can a game that's overhyped be underrated at the same time? Because I feel like <laughs> it is. It's got this weird... Because at the time, if you remember, the, a lot of content creators came out and they all did this thing at the same time. Oh, that's right. That? I remember. Oh, yeah, Rodney yeah, Smith like, organized Rodney a bunch Smith. of content creators because they were yeah. all fans of the game. It's not that yep. they were, you know, they were just all genuinely super excited. And on the same yeah. day, they all... Look, here's us focusing on this game from a million different angles. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it, it kind of backfired. Like coordinated... Yeah, it, it's it, it almost like I felt like it got overhyped maybe and people just oh we don't want to you know whatever everyone says it's great maybe it's not it is it's a Eric Lang game it's in the blood rage um uh sort of like epic uh thing but again I love the IP I'm a huge fan of the Godfather one of my favorite games uh, movies of all time and this while at times can feel a little like generic mafia there are hints of the Godfather in this uh, you are playing it's an area control game you can see there in the cards you have different resources so you're going to play you know either alcohol or um, money or drug illicit drugs or so it's an adult theme game right yes this is not definitely for kids but uh, if you watch The Godfather, that's what it is. You are trying to take over territories by playing these cards, and you're going to do drive-bys. You're going to put people... There it is. People are going to go in the river. They're going to sleep with the fishes, folks. <laughs> and you know what happens there. Um, it, it's I. It's an area control game. Um, I think it's wonderful. And it was, it was criminally, criminally underrated mm. for whatever reason. I think it might have been a, one of those overhyped games. But, oh, it's wonderful. I played it at different player counts. The so two-player isn't bad, but if you can play it at three and four... That's where you want to play it. Um, set collection, area control, area majority. Um, each round, you're um, you're limited to how much money you can have at a, a certain time. So you're gonna have to eventually give up resources, which is ugh, always agonizing. Yeah. But gosh, I love this game. I played it several, maybe at least a dozen times, and it's always epic. It has one of those things that I like about Eric Lang games where, you know, you're playing the game the first couple of ages, you're setting yourself up. Then at the very end of the game, you have this big epic round where everyone is going to end up sleeping with the fishes. Who's going to be left remaining in New York to control it? You will see. And that's why it's our number 62 the Godfather Corleone's Empire. Yeah, I have to admit, I had not paid attention to this game originally, but then I did a top 10 last year with uh, the guys from Shelfside, which is a great okay. YouTube channel. I mean, those guys are yes. hilarious. I love everything they do. And this is now the second time I've sat down while somebody tells me how amazing this game is and how criminally overlooked it is. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you know, this is from Eric Lang. This is from Mr. Blood yeah. Rage. You know, this is, exactly. um, you know, from Mr. Onk. I mean, you know, one of the most celebrated, uh, you know, highly thematic and yet still really satisfying Euroy style game fusion designers. Maybe the 
most highly celebrated working in the industry. And somehow, yeah. this one just hasn't quite gotten the same amount of love and attention. And uh, yeah, from everything I've seen, if you're if you're down to clown, if you are into the subject matter, uh, and you are ready to send your opponents asleep with the fishes, as you say, yeah, it's it's a no brainer. I've, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about it, and I have nothing but respect for um, you know Eric Lang's design chops. So it makes perfect yeah. sense to me that this would put on the list at number sixty two. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got one more. Yes, let's we throw, have. And uh, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't imagine much more of a 360 between um, uh, that right. one and uh, number 61 on the list, Fresco. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, talk <laughs> yeah. about 360. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've played Fresco, Ruel. Um, I, I, I will admit, I have not, this, honestly. this yeah, is one of the uh, earlier games that got Jen and I into the board game hobby. Uh, you know, we, we discovered it, I think, in our first year of gaming and uh, just instantly fell in love with it. And it has got now some of my absolute favorite mechanisms. At the time, I just thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But now I recognize, yeah, this game does this better than anybody else. This is a... I guess you could call it kind of a worker placement game where players are artisans along the lines of a, uh, a Michelangelo or a Leonardo da Vinci type Renaissance era. And our, we have been hired to restore the fresco of, of a massive cathedral. So we're working on redoing the, the, the ceiling, which means we have to collect paints, we have to mix paints, and then we have to deploy those paints to different tiles in the center of the board to uh, score points. And, uh, you know... On the, from what I described, it sounds so simple, but this is a really rich and interesting game. And what I like most about it is how thematic it is as a Euro. Because you really do embody the life of a Renaissance-era painter. The first thing you do every morning, there's kind of a, a sort of auction uh, or, you know... Uh, 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 a timing draft where players are deciding, how early do I get up in the morning? Um, you know, it, it has that level of detail in the lives because the earlier you get up, you'll be able to get to the market sooner than other players and get the best deals on the paints you need. You'll be first to the cathedral so you can work on the most lucrative sections of the, uh, of the ceiling. But if you got up that early, you're also the grumpiest player and you are not going to be able to get as much done that turn. Um, so you literally have fewer workers that you can place to represent all the actions you're doing. But don't worry because if you save a little bit of time in the evening, you can go out to the theater and that will rejuvenate your spirit and um, you'll uh, offset the fact that you're completely exhausted because you keep getting up at five in the morning every day uh, you know, to beat everybody else out. But So I've loved all of that, but from a gameplay perspective, what's really special about the game is simultaneous action selection because everybody decides what am I going to do today in secret, behind a shield. All right, I'm going to try and spend a couple of hours in the market. I'm not really going to do the cathedral at all today. I'm going to spend the afternoon doing personal portraits for rich people because I can see, oh, that's a really cool special power I could earn if I get down there. Will I get there before anybody else? Um, or, do, or do I not worry? Can I afford to sleep in late? Because chances are nobody else even wants that. And since I'm not even going to be, I don't care about what's in the market right now, I'll take whatever I can get. I can sleep in, get more actions, and focus on this other stuff. But inevitably, there is the moment when everybody with a flourish reveals what they they have chosen how are they going to spend their day and around the table is like oh no you're getting there oh okay i didn't think you were going to go there oh and it's just wonderful i mean because the best laid plans you know always fall apart when you run into the enemy i totally mishmashed and butchered a, a couple of different quotes there <laughs> but you get the idea it's really uh incredibly satisfying one of the most thematic heroes that has ever come out also it has a fantastic two-player variant that you know these days 
you know, two-player variants, I think, for the most part, publishers are really kind of focused on. Let's try, if we ever have to put a dummy player in, let's try to make it as really simple to manipulate as possible. This is an older game that eschews that and says, no, there's just a third player on the board, and every other turn, I get to control that character called Leonardo, and um, I can use him to, uh, you know, manipulate the state of the world. Uh, if, if he's going to get up earlier, then I can make sure I'll get what I want, and he gets what you want, so you're stuck with something else, unless you get up earlier in the morning. Um, when he manipulates, when, when he works on sections of the ceiling, he'll pull over the bishop who will appraise the work and give extra points. And if I'm controlling him, I'll try to have him work on a space that means the bishop will come over to the area I'm working on. So he'll notice all the good work I'm doing as well. And by the way, you're on the other side of the board. You're working on different stuff. Too bad for you. It's um, really great. And then it's also fun just to mix paints. Um, you know, The game literally comes with a paint mixing guide on top of everything else. So um, it's absolutely phenomenal. Again, it's an older game, so I don't know if many people uh, you know, caught... I think it got a bit, a super big box deluxe capture all yeah. the expansions a few years ago. It's definitely worth seeking out if you're at all interested in the subject matter, or like me, you like simultaneous action selection, or you just like really, really thematic mid-weight Euros. Fresco's one of the best. That's why it's number 61. Yeah, this one's been high on my list of games I need to play. Uh, it's well-regarded, and I know that the... Um, the wake-up track was uh, very influential in um, uh, Jamie Stegmeier's uh, Viticulture. He yes, sort of like, you're you know, right. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took that idea. And also, there's another game, also Queen's Games, called uh, Parfume, which also used like a, a very streamlined version of that um, uh, mechanism as well, which I think is very clever. But yeah, uh, Fresco, I need to play it. And uh, just based on your, you know, what you just said about it, it's shooting to the high top of the part of my list of games I must play. Excellent. But, Excellent. Oh, all right. So, okay, folks, wow, we've done it again. How do we keep pulling this together week after week? We did it somehow. (laughs) But the question is, did we say the secret word? Did Ruel or I say the word cruise? And did you hear it? Because if you did, make note of the game that you heard uh, uh, one of us talking about and make a note of that and send it to an email at contest.rado.com so you can win the prize. Oh, yes. An excellent, excellent prize. Four seasons. Okay. That's it. We are done. Um, we're yes, that was sixty-one. So we're not quite halfway through the list yet, but the, it is just getting better and better every step of the way. So remember, folks, uh, we're getting together and counting down top tens every week, and hopefully, we'll see you again next time. So, Ruel, let me just say once again, as always, thank you very much uh, for helping me out with this. You this week, you have definitely made my mouth water for some games that I. I, you know, again, I, I, you have added a few games to my bucket list, um, yeah. which I, I thought I'd kind of seen it all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great thing about this list because you, you, we, we don't know what exactly is going to show up here, but th- we know it's going to be good. So, yep, yep, uh, yep. yeah, I'm ready to play some games as well. But uh, thank you. The pleasure is all mine as always, my friend. Cool. Well, uh, thanks, Ruel. Thanks, audience. And in closing, of course, thanks to sponsor Arcane Wonders. Have a very, very nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, hello. Hi, everybody. And We're hello. done. We made it. We're Yay. back. We did it. We did it. Uh, somehow. All righty. That sounds like a chant I should know from childhood that probably is really problematic these days. And uh, kids are very, uh, you know, <laughs> um, again. We're we're children of the seventies. It was a different time. We are <laughs> a different time, different <laughs> different place. Yep. Uh, check up on chat. See a bunch of things happening here. I think we got. Oh my gosh! We were been close to a hype train for a while. 
Um, oh, wow. Okay. Kabuki Kid resubscribed. Thank you for five months, Kabuki. All right. Wow. We'll Thanks, try Kabuki. not to let you down. Uh, and Little Buster giving away um, subscriptions. Oh, by the way, I'm so sorry. If anybody's still here, thank you, Board Game Geek TV, Lincoln and Nikki, and whoever else might have been. Probably Lincoln and Nikki, I bet. Uh, they rated yeah. us uh, about uh, over half an hour ago with a party of 36. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we put on a good show for you folks While we're in the middle of recording we can't stop uh, If Fem Sensei was here I know She uh, is a great uh, uh, What's the person When you go into the restaurant uh, a, a, uh, a, a greeter, a host or... Yeah, but isn't that like a French word for it I was trying to think of Well it doesn't matter But oh my gosh, oh. new activity from Vanilla Blue No, from um, wow. oh, you know, Nazgoth Resubscribing just now at the end of the show brings out the hype train. There it is. Nice. Let's uh, cl- let's uh, not the block the view of the train. <laughs> um, yay! Where's that train? There it is. Oh, there's uh, a lot of people it, there. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you, folks. Uh, yeah, and uh, again, thanks, Nazgoth and Little Buster and Kabuki for um, not for the train, but just for supporting the show in general and also. Hold on a second. I turned off the. Uh, oh my gosh! I'm oh. turning off everything. I turned. I hit the wrong button. I'm Where'd hitting all go? the wrong buttons. This the avatars. Well, now it's just the train. Everybody got on the train. Everybody's now off the train. Okay. I forgot. Uh, there it's F10. F10 brings back the uh, the progress meters. How are we doing now? Because uh, yeah, we are we are rocking. Wait a Ow. minute. Weren't we doing better with subscribers earlier? I don't remember now. Yeah. Why is it down to 19? I, I thought it was like know. 39. Twitch is mysterious, but um, but thank you for the uh, bits. All right, and that pushed over the top. We are now at the end of the show when we are literally about to walk out the door. We have hit a level one hype train. Hurrah! Uh, yay! Yay! And there's Nazgoth. Thank you, friends. And Zick in the uh, in the train. And um, <laughs> I need to make that train bigger. That train is. Everybody's very happy about the bits. Yay! Yeah. Oh man. Um, let's see. Uh, let's take a quick look and see, uh, folks, remember, if you want to ask questions at the end of the show, you've got to start them with a question mark so we can see them. Oh my gosh! Uh, Genesee just subscribed as well. Nice. Right for 20. I am wondering what happened. Because I could have sworn that was a higher... We were both shocked. It was like in the 30s or something like that, right? It must have been a mistake, and it has self-corrected. Uh, you know, yeah. Who knows how things like this work. But we are starting to work back up again. Let's see. Did anybody yeah. submit okay. any questions into the question queue? We got some queue? questions. We do have yeah. All right, folks, we got a few right. minutes for some questions. If you have any questions for yeah. us right now, start your question with a question mark so that it goes into our special queue so that we can put it on screen like this. Kabuki asks, are there any thoughts on the Expanse board game? Sort of Twilight Struggle-ish card game, um, but multiplayer, not just two-player like... Um, you know, Watergate. I always felt it was overlooked and underrated. What do you say? From uh, um, I... from uh, Engelstein. From not Sydney, yeah. the daughter uh, who has surpassed the father, Jeff Engelstein. Jeff yeah, so Engelstein. Yeah, I have I have not played uh, the Expanse, so I have no. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have no opinion on it. Have you played the? Expanse? No, I have not. I mean, it's. I mean, oh. I love the Expanse TV show. Oh my gosh, the final season was so satisfying. Um, and yet okay. left us wanting so much more. But, uh, yeah, so I'd be kind of curious just because I love the show so much. But, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a big old area control in space. Yeah, space. Okay. Let's move on to uh, the Rare Norb says, What do you guys think about Watergate's replayability? I played it once at Dice Hard West. I like it, but didn't need feel the need to tackle mm, it again. What do you oh, say? You like it enough to I, put it on the top 100. So I think you disagree. Yeah, I've played it, uh, I think, uh, ha- at almost a dozen times i i still enjoy it i i love it um yeah 
uh, you can play different sides. Uh, it's uh, skewed a little bit towards the press side, obviously, because that's where history lays. So is that the case? Do like the rules come right out and say that? Hey, if you I, want to handicap believe, the game, be Nixon. You know what? It it, it feels like it to me. Okay, I don't know if they okay. actually say it. Yeah, but I just assume that it was because that's where history went, and it just feels like it feels a little tougher whenever I play Nixon's side. Okay. So I don't know. Try the try the other side, Rare Norb. See if, if you're in the press, try Nixon. If you're Nixon, try the press. See if that resolves that. All right. Um, next one is uh, Fem Sensei says Ruel. I've heard bad things about oh you. Oh really? They talk about escalating silliness and no restraints around stupid large bids. Thoughts? Um, I've done stupid large bids and we've had a great time with it. We've done small bids. We've, I, yeah, I don't see, yeah. Right. I mean, the the notion of it is, as I understand it is in a regular auction game, you don't think twice about, Oh, I bid one. I bid two. I bid three. I bid four. In this game, it's this, it's, it's really, it is kind of silly, but it's, it's, it's no different saying I bid one. I bid five. I bid a hundred. I bid a thousand. I bid a billion. Functionally, yeah. that's still the same as I bid one, two, three, four, five. As long as you're ranking yeah. up, and it's just that, well, okay, if you bid a billion, it'll destroy you <laughs> because yeah, uh, unless yeah. you can convince everybody to bid a billion plus, and because then everybody's that, so that much in the tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes that game so good. So yeah, we've never had a problem with it. We enjoy it. Still enjoy it to this day. Uh, quick question about the giveaway: Is it international or U.S. only? Arcane Wonders had issues shipping outside U.S. If they recall correctly, that know. is a good that. question. We are trying to figure that out as we speak. If an international okay. winner wins this week, we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, no other questions in the queue. So then, okay, then the folks are done with us because we are past our yeah. bedtime. It is two oh five. Oh my the, gosh! In yeah, the PM. that's it. Yeah. Um, can I say one thing before we get out of here? Real no, quick. we're done. Uh, no. Okay. Done. done. All right. Okay. Uh, you twist my arm. Okay. Thank you. So you might have seen this game back here, right behind. Oh me. This yes. Is Pathways. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game now on Kickstarter. Michelle and I can play this on my channel, Tabletop Tonight. Ruel Gaviola here on Twitch at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's now on Kickstarter, folks. If you like Crokinole, this is based on Crokinole. It's a dexterity game. A lot of fun, and we're going to show it off tonight at 7 p.m. on my channel. Really? So um, yeah, that's a physical box, and right. Uh, that is a physical box. Hey, hey uh, I can do put, this. put a close to the camera. I want to see it. There. Why don't I do this? Can I do this where I show you? Oh, the hey, there you go. Game? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. So yeah, you're gonna be just. I'm curious. Tell flicking, me about it. You're gonna be flicking discs uh, one to the other side, and uh, Michelle, if she's black, she'll be shooting on this side. As you can see, there's a bunch of holes. You need to get over to the final row in order to score. And as you flick discs, and they're gonna open up new pathways. They create rows. These... Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Isn't or that pathways. clever? Pathways. <laughs> yeah, new pathways, and they're going to eventually get here, and then you'll be able to, you know, score here. And it's a it's a race to eleven points. There's also uh, some different uh, rules, a rule set. Some uh, this is the advanced side. I'll play the basic side, and there's uh, another couple other games as well. But that's going to be at um, seven p.m. Pacific tonight over on my uh, Twitch channel. You can find that Ruel Gaviola, folks. That looks uh, really yeah, cool. A, that looks like a lot. Of yeah, fun. it's it's neat. Are there it, is there anything neat, about yeah. like any kind of I don't know area controllers type stuff of trying to get your own pucks next to each other or anything like that, or is it just straightforward, just a race to make the path to get to the other side? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a, a straight race to get here. But as you can see, you know, as you get more of your area or even, even if your opponent fills it in by mistake, then you're going to have a better shot yeah. at, you know, these things going all the way across in order to score. So that, is, that is, that is, that is It's cute. very clever. I, that is and adorable. The, yeah. And this is a, a prototype. The prototype is fantastic. This is a bamboo board with acrylic uh, tiles. 
fantastic. So I, I'm excited about it. And folks, if you're interested in seeing more and actual gameplay, Michelle and I are going to play a bunch of games uh, tonight at starting at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on my Twitch channel. All right. But um, thanks for letting me uh, thanks for letting me share that. Yeah, totally, totally. That looks like a lot of fun. And if you can't catch it, don't worry, because Ruel ultimately archives everything on his YouTube channel. Um, so you'll always right. be able to catch it there. Uh, I was just yeah. watching your um, your uh, what do you call it your uh, monthly wrap up you call it um, which uh, yeah the very, one that very... uh, you inspired me to do yeah where I just wrap up the games like you do just talk about them real quickly and yep. uh, rank uh, rank where they are and as far as how much I liked them that month yeah so if you like this guy folks there is a YouTube channel with literally hundreds of hours of him most of the time with his wife. Sometimes with his uh, uh, friends or family, um, or sometimes by himself, just playing tons and tons of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come on over, folks. We we have a good time. But speaking of good times, why don't we raid someone to continue the party here? We should totally Um, raid someone. And um, actually, Check Games Edition is online right now. Oh yeah. And uh, they've raided us a couple of times, and they are great. And I think we should return the favor. I agree. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Uh, I know they have some kind of cool little catchphrase, um, uh, check you playing or something like that. We I don't, oh, yeah, we don't yeah. have one. Oh, I guess people just like shout, it's a Rado Raids Through. So everybody go Rado Raids Through, check games <laughs> edition, because they are literally the bee's knees. Uh, one of the best yes. game publishers out there. One of the nicest, you know, um, a group of people you're ever going to meet too. So uh, give them some love. And uh, where are we? Yep, we're ready to go in three, two, one. Boom. Raid and hopefully the purple button worked. Did the purple button work? I can't tell because I'm watching an ad on their channel right now, waiting for the ad to be over. So that it is a raid. Okay, it's Rado is raiding through. Excellent. All right. Perfect. All right. Cool. 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 Ray is on. She sees uh, the raid, and we're good to go. Yes, it would appear to be successful. Okay. All right. Um, cool. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll see you next week, Ruel. Yeah, good show. Thanks again. And um, I will talk to you soon. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. Uh, right. Where's the button? Bye. Where is it? Bye-bye. There it is. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye.